MMR's Preston C podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets. Fresh food, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. All right, Jay-Z, 24th day of April, a Monday. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Another Philadelphia school is closing due to asbestos issues. Officials say asbestos was discovered above ceiling tiles on the first floor at the CW Henry Elementary School in Mount Airy. The school will be closed on Monday and will shift to virtual learning on Tuesday uh, for at least through May 5th, according to an email from the school's principal sent on Saturday. Officials also started uh, stated that on Monday, families will be able to pick up meals and Chromebooks from 8 a.m. until 3.30 at the Henry H. Houston School. For the remainder of the virtual learning period, meals will be available for pickup between 1 and 2 o'clock Monday through fi- Friday, officials said. This is the fifth Philadelphia school to close because of environmental hazards this school year, officials say. Building 21, Frankfurt High School and Mitchell Elementary are still closed due to asbestos. Mastery Simon Gratz Charter High School, whose building is owned by the district, was closed and reopened in March due to the same issue. Delaware County officials are looking to identify two individuals who were seen on surveillance video around the time of the fatal stabbing of a teenager in Upper Darby on Friday night. Officials released a photo of a couple holding hands on Sunday. Authorities say the pair was walking hand in hand on Bridge Street passing Ann Street and headed toward Denison Avenue at 9:39 Friday evening. Police have not said if the couple couple is believed to be involved in the stabbing but anyone who recognizes them is asked to call police. Police are also asking anyone who lives near Bridge Street along Baltimore Pike in Clifton to please send any surveillance video on from Friday between uh, 8 p.m. and 11 p.m. and you can email that video to info at udpd.org. On Saturday, officials identified the victim of the stabbing as 15-year-old Michael Gar from Drexel Hill. Uh, Gar was a 10th grader at the Upper Darby School District. Officials said the stabbing happened just after 9.30 in the evening on the 200 block of Bridge Street. Gar was stabbed in the neck and went into cardiac arrest. He was pronounced dead at the scene. The Delaware County Fraternal Order of Police Lodge 27 is offering a $5,000 reward for a tip that leads to an arrest. Anyone with information is asked to call the Upper Darby Police and the Upper Darby School District reminded students and residents that a safe to say something system is available to anyone who would like to report an incident or is in need of support and you can go to safe, the number two, say, PA.org. Bed Bath & Beyond, one of the original big, big box retailers, has filed for bankruptcy protection following years of dismal sales and losses and numerous failed turnaround plans. The home goods chain made the filing Sunday in U.S. District Court in New Jersey and said that its stores and websites will remain open for now. It's listed uh, estimate assets and liabilities in the range of $1 billion to $10 billion. The move mm. comes after the company failed to secure funds to stay afloat. I get, you know, you said years of dismal sales. I mean, I always thought of Bed Bath & Beyond as a pretty, you know, busy, robust yeah. place. Yeah. But I guess, I guess online it w- it has was. really destroyed it. it was for <clears throat> years, but the last decade or so, it just sort really? of was. Yeah, and they, they've been. Do you think COVID put the the death? Um... Nah, it last was before, nail in the coffin. It was before that. Right. It was before. I mean, I don't know if that maybe it was the last nail in the coffin, but before that, they, uh, you know, started to not do well, and you know, people blamed those twenty percent coupons, and you know, there's like all kinds of things out there as to why. Do you think we, you might just refine it down to either bed and bath? And just, <laughs> well, they tried. Beyond, just beyond. Beyond is a lot to handle. <clears throat> they tried a number of different <clears throat> things in those doors to try to, um, you know, get customers back in there, but 
Uh, none of them worked. They all mm. failed. In a statement, the company based in Union, New Jersey, said it voluntarily made the filing to implement an orderly wind down of its business while conducting a limited marketing process to solicit interest in one or more sales of some of or some or all of its assets. The yeah, the firm- largest collection of Keurig uh, containers. The K-Cups, you know, that the, uh, the all the Keurig stuff was there. Yeah. All the Keurig machines. It was huge. The firm said its 360 Bed Bath & Beyond and 120 Bye Bye Baby stores and websites will remain open for now. The company said it also intends to uphold commitments to customers, employees, and partners. The retailer said it secured a commitment of roughly $240 million in financing from Sixth Street Specialty Lending Incorporated to allow it to keep operating during the bankruptcy process. I'm not familiar with Bye Bye Baby. Bye Bye Baby is basically Bed Bath and Beyond for baby stuff. Yeah, I've just never seen. I've one. never seen one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I remember like, Babies Are Us is where we would go when our kids were itty bitty. So a lot of people, like when when they have babies, what? a lot of people will register at Bye Bye Baby. That's okay. where you're, never you're getting of all of your mm-hmm. stuff, and then especially when Babies Are Us went away. Yeah, um, Babies Are Us went away. Uh, yeah, I didn't know. I don't know. Yeah. My, my kids have been yeah, had babies in a while, right? For a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was part of the Toys R Us brand, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah but there's a the Babies R Us on Baltimore. Well, oh, they're still not, open? Well, there was one on Baltimore Pike. Now I got to check because... Uh... I could be wrong, Case. All right. But, but no, Toys R Us did kind of go store in a, but in a while. Toys R Us sort of came back as well because now Toys R Us is... Uh, what the hell do we but know? But anyway, Toys R Us was coming in as like in a larger department store. Right. Oh, that right. 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 oh that's right. right. There was like going to be a section for that. Did they do that? I don't we know. Don't know. I didn't even hell. know about this baby thing. <laughs> well, Babies R Us is available online still, um, and they have a few stores. There's one in Staten Island. If you want to make the wow. journey, yeah. There was not... one in North Wales on 309. That's nah, probably yeah, not there, there anymore. One out in uh, in Exton in that shopping center as well. I think that Ooh. one's gone as well. Yeah, Ooh. the one on Baltimore Pike. Gone. Permanently closed. What? What? Uh, Bed Bath & Beyond's recently <laughs> appointed president and CEO, Sue Gove, blamed the poor holiday performance on inventory constraints and reduced credit limits that resulted in shortages of merchandise on store shelves. Typically, struggling retailers file for bankruptcy protection after the holiday shopping season because they have a cash cushion <sighs> coming from the two-month sale period. So Kathy, they say their biggest problem is condoms. Yeah, so, it eliminates the entire industry. Yeah. So far this year, Party City and David's Bridal have been among the retailers that have filed for Chapter 11. Mm. In sports this morning. <laughs> Ball sacks are yummy. Ball sacks are yummy. <laughs> The Phillies beat the Colorado Rockies 9-3 yesterday afternoon at the ballpark. Trey Turner and Cody Clemens hit solo home runs. Bryson Stott and Brandon Marsh hit two run shots, and Zach Wheeler struck out 11 to lead the Phils to the win. They took the final three games of a four-game series and have won six of eight overall to move to one game under 500. The Phils are off tonight and will open up a series against the Seattle Mariners tomorrow night. Bailey Falter will get the start. First pitch is scheduled for 640. The Sixers, who swept the Nets in Brooklyn on Saturday afternoon, will have to wait a few more days before they learn who they'll play in the second round. Last night in the NBA, the Boston Celtics beat the Hawks, winning 129 to 121 in Atlanta and now lead that series three games to one. The New York Knicks beat the Cleveland Cavaliers 102 to 93 yesterday afternoon at Madison Square Garden. The Knicks lead that series 3-1. The Golden State Warriors beat the Sacramento Kings 126 to 125. That series is tied at two and the Timberwolves 
stayed alive, beating the Denver Nuggets 114 to 108 last night in Minnesota. The Nuggets are up three games to one. In the NHL playoffs, the Carolina Hurricanes beat the New York Islanders 5-2 and take a 3-1 lead in that series. The Boston Bruins beat the Florida Panthers 6-2 and also lead that series 3-1. The Dallas Stars beat the Minnesota Wild 3-2 to tie that series at two. And in the late game, the Edmonton Oilers came back to beat the Kings in overtime in Los Angeles, winning 5-4 and tying the series at two. And that is what I have for you this morning. All right, thanks so much, Kathy. Hi, guys. Hi. Welcome Hi. back. I hope you had a wonderful weekend. It was uh, it was decent weather-wise. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, it was enjoyable. As the temperature now is, so you talk about it being in the uh, lower 60s, is that... That's probably appropriate, right, for this time? It's a little cooler a little than cooler? normal. Yeah, just to tell the I was watching uh, uh, Karen Rogers this morning talking about that on 6ABC. A little bit cooler, but it's just a little, you know, dip that we have, and we'll be back to normal. You know, you shouldn't listen to me. I didn't even know about that baby store. Oh, man. Well, you know, it's okay. We'll, yeah. we'll all hash out what we do and don't know throughout the course of the morning. I do know this. We have more money to give away. Yes. More money and more tickets. MMRBQ is coming up in September. Tickets are on sale now, and we'll chuck a 1000 bucks at you as well on top of those tickets for MMR's concert cash. The keyword is coming up at 8 and then 10 and noon and 3 and 5. But uh, we here on the President Steve Show will give you two opportunities to win today. So make sure you don't miss out on those. Also, we have a new Word of the Week prize. We're going to give away on Friday a four-pack of three-day weekend tickets and meet and greet with Papa Roach passes at the Bamboozle Festival. Bamboozle Festival? Yeah, that's May 5th through the 7th in Atlantic City. Baderfield and Limp Bizkit, Papa Roach, Motionless and White, and 60 more bands wow. are on board for that. So we will give you those uh, those uh, three-day passes, a four-pack of tickets for three-day passes, which is pretty sweet, and you'll get to meet Papa Roach. So uh, letter today for the Word of the Week uh, coming up at the end of the program today. Uh, we also have a musical component of the show today. Uh, the very amazing musicians in Larkin Poe, Rebecca and Megan, are going to be joining us later on today. They will be at the MMRBQ September 16th. Uh, so around 9 o'clock, we're going to do a, a quick Zoom with those guys. We love those guys. Oh, they're fantastic. They they played here in our studio last year, and I was blown away by them. I've been listening to the new album, and uh, they're wonderful. They're great. Yeah. We're excited to have them on the bill. and. Uh, they're big fans of Jackie Bam Bam. Of course, yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's uh, a lot to love about uh, those two guys. So uh, we'll talk to them later on this morning. And uh, who knows what else we get into. I do know I have a stupid question and some entertainment stories. That's all you need. Yeah. So we'll get to that in a moment. Come back in just a second. Please stay with us as we dive into a Monday morning. As undesirable as that can be. We're all in this together, but we'll be right back. Stay with us. drunk text your ex text mmr instead at 39333 just don't ask us hey you up because nah we're good get social with preston and steve find us on instagram twitter facebook and tiktok and coming soon to OnlyFans. i'm kidding You've been making better decisions for your busy family for years. And now, little by little, you're making decisions for yourself. Like snacking a little better, going a little further, sleeping a little deeper. Acme's here to make that journey easier and even more rewarding with their new Sincerely Health platform featuring nutrition plans, prescription reminders, and more. Sign up in the Acme mobile app to earn up to $25 in grocery rewards. Visit acmemarkets.com health for more details. 
Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic solitaire Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We'll ask a stupid question, and we are going to give away. Let me see here. We have a pair of tickets to see Sarah Silverman, uh-huh. who we just had on the show recently, and she is going to be playing Thursday, May 4th at the Met. And the question that I have for you this morning uh, is courtesy of listener Jerry Vanderwood, and he sent in uh, questions before, and I love this one. So... When Lisa Simpson meets Paul McCartney, he tells her that if you play a certain song backwards, you get a recipe for a really ripping lentil soup. <laughs> I remember this. What, yeah, is, yeah, the, yeah. what yeah. is the song? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. When Lisa Simpson meets Paul McCartney, he tells her that if you play a certain song backwards, you get a recipe for a really <laughs> ripping lentil soup. What is the song? 215-263-WMMR. And thank you, Jerry, for that, that question. That's a good episode. I think Linda McCartney was in that as well. All right. Yeah. We'll go through some birthdays today while we wait for your answer. Monday, the 24th of April, Shirley MacLaine has ah, her birthday. There you go. Casey had a fantasy about her on a motorcycle. They were Still, having sex at yeah, the same time. We Still in bangable range or no? No. She's 89. She's 89. Now, I've gotten older, so I have to, I think, I think re- you, yeah. reevaluate my, my sure. bang range. But uh, she was just in, what, the last season of uh, uh, Only Murders in the Building. <laughs> was that out? She, uh, she, she was in the last season of the Only Murders oh, in the right. Building. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and she was definitely looking older at that I'm point. I'm sorry. I have to write down the term bang range yeah. because that's what's got me laughing so hard. Your bang range? Yeah. What is that now? Well, it was 80. Yeah. 80 was the threshold. I'm uh-huh. really 79 was the threshold. <laughs> but I've gotten older. And women are more fit these days, Steve. So. Okay. Yeah. No, you. it's your range. You can adjust it as you see fit. Yeah. So uh, she actually looks good for her age, I think. Yeah. She's 89. You may want to reconsider that. New bang range. <laughs> we have to share the picture that we drew of her, of my dream. Yeah, yeah. Casey we, had an, an artist's rendition of what his dream looks like uh, to him. So uh, we also have Barbara Streisand. She's in your bang range. Clearly. She's 81 today. Now, she's probably not your type. but She's never done it for me. Yeah, she's uh, 81 today. But I'll uh, tell you, uh, your movie, What's Up, Doc? Watch that yeah. movie. She uh, she looks pretty good in that movie, I, agree. I have to say. I agree. And uh, Yentl, of course. Super uh, No, not that. No? Uh, she was in The Stars Born and uh, The Way We Were, and she was in the Fockers movies as well. Uh, she's 81 today. Kelly Clarkson oh. has oh. her birthday today, and she is uh, enjoying some serious success these days. Her talk show is doing decent. God, not a day goes by right. I want to see what she's singing for Kelly Oki. Kelly Oki. Uh, That's I, just uh, awesome. turned on her. I used to love her, and now I'm just oh, like, no. oh. What did she do? Like, I, not what did like, she do? I think it's too much of her. Like, I'm just like, oh, enough with you. No! Just overkill at this point. I think so. So it's a lot of Drew Barrymore and Kelly Clarkson. Well, uh, who who is your uh, who's oh, your no, go to? Oh, I love. Well, I don't watch either, but I love right. Drew Barrymore. Okay, I, I've right. always loved her. Um, I think Preston. I think what the the uh, turning point was was watching her interview. I forget who it was because you and I talked about it and how she 
just constantly over every answer that the person was saying. She talked over them. And I was like, I don't know what the person's saying because you're you're talking again over them. She wasn't a good in, uh, interviewee, and I think that might have been it. Yeah, she, she, gets, gets, you up. she gets excited, and she wants to comment and doesn't let the interview breathe a little bit, which is something that takes some practice. Mm. So I don't know if uh, she'll be able to fix that or not, but uh, she's 41 years old today. Cedric the Entertainer has his birthday as well. Uh, barbershop, Big Mama's House, uh, was on the Steve Harvey show. He's uh, 59 today. He's got his own show. I think it's still on in the neighborhood or neighbors or... Yeah, I don't know. It's pretty bad. <laughs> uh, Jaiman Hansu has yeah. his birthday today. Uh, Amistad, Gladiator, Blood Diamond. Was he on... No, he wasn't on Lost. Yeah, he was. Was he on Lost? Yeah. Okay. Um, but he turns 59. Also the Guardians. Yeah, Marvel Universe. I don't know if he's in the, oh, yeah. the one, the new one comes out this week or next week. Yeah. I uh, don't see it on his... No, he's not. Okay. Oh, man. Uh, how about Michael O'Keefe? Played Danny in Caddyshack. Uh, oh, he's yeah. on Roseanne. Former husband of Bonnie Raitt. That's right. For a little while. I don't know how long they were Wait, married. who was he on Roseanne? I don't know. He uh, did not watch Roseanne. It just says it on this list of credits here. He was one of the many boyfriends that were paraded through. Okay. Um, yeah, I remember early on in the series. Uh, so he is 68 today. Uh, Casey Joe Keery has uh, a birthday. Yeah. From, he's Steve from Stranger Things. Nice guy, man. Really nice guy. And uh, Casey couldn't stop talking about Wetzel's pretzels <laughs> and when so he much... encountered him. And post conversation, he realized that he was overdoing it. Or did you realize in the middle of it? Uh, I knew what was going on. I started like I um I I. I... Like I left my body and I and I observed the conversation from overhead and then I was like, "Shut up!" You were able to hear you mention Wetzel's yeah. pretzels too much. Shut up! Yeah. <laughs> By the he way, he was a sweet, sweet person. Wow, you though. you really like those pretzels, don't you? <laughs> so he's probably on the show like nineteen or twenty years old, but in real life he's thirty-one today. Yeah. So uh, I, I think he's great. He's wonderful on that <laughs> show. He's uh, thirty-one. Uh, we also have uh, Peter Friedman. Who, if you watch the show Succession, he plays Frank yeah. on the show. Yeah, yeah, he's good. Yeah. He is good. In the, I haven't caught. I didn't watch last night's, but uh, the week before, uh, he has like um, he actually has like a soft side for Kendall, and like everybody hates each other, and everybody's going at it in that show. And then he he has this moment where he's like really kind to Kendall, and it was mm. uh, it was nice to see. It's the final season, right? Yeah. 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 We're going to figure out actually who is succeeding in succession. So he is uh, 74 years old today. Uh, Aiden Gillen. We have two Game of Thrones birthdays today. So Aiden Gillen uh, played Lord Baelish, also known as Littlefinger, uh, on Game of Thrones. A, a character you just love to hate. Your wife looks very sad. Yes. Littlefinger. Littlefinger. Uh, Lord Baelish, he talks like this. Oh, really? Game of Thrones, yes. Of course, the Khaleesi. He's also uh, the dad in Sing Street. He's ah, great. Yeah. 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 And uh, he's, he's popped up. Some, a lot of times he plays pretty sinister character. Uh, he is 55 years old today. And then Rory McCann, uh, who played the Hound. Who was, oh. I believe it was uh, <clears throat> uh, Sendor Clegane was his name. Uh, he was he was the brother of of the mountain, Steve. He oh, was, he was the runt of the litter, and he was gigantic. He was gigantic. Yeah, uh, Jesus. So he turns uh, fifty four years old today. Great character as well on that show. And then uh, the final birthday, I saved Steve uh, one for you, Jack Quaid, uh, Huey from the Boys. Yes, uh, he turns thirty one years old today. And how is he related to um, 
Dennis. He's and his son. He's his son. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Dennis Quaid's son. And he's uh, he's great. Uh, sorry, he was uh, catching a few social media pictures from the set. I guess they've just wrapped up the new season. Oh, great. So I can't wait. It's it's beyond deranged. But Will this be the last season? It should be, right? I think so. They need yeah, to, it needs to run not. its course, I, I mean, think. they've done so much oh my God. that make you ask, oh. what more could you do? Could you get more yeah. depraved right, yeah. in the world of superheroes? It 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 goes down a path where you're like, ah. Oh, I mean, it's a sex yeah. party. I guess so. I mean, if, you, if, you're, if you're a superhero and you need thrills of some type, you do some pretty hardcore stuff. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you haven't seen that show yet, be warned, but it is badass. Yeah, that's not one for Jace. Yeah, <laughs> okay. You know, we don't want to catch in the boys. He is uh, 31 years old today. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to the super question this morning. Uh, when Lisa Simpson meets Paul McCartney, he tells her that if you play a certain song backwards, you get a recipe for a, quote, really ripping lentil soup. What song is it? 215-263-WMMR. I will go to Jim to see if we can get the answer. Hey, Jim, good morning. Good morning. All right, Jim, what song, if you play backwards, gives you a recipe for a really ripping lentil soup? Maybe I'm amazed. You are correct. (laughs) Hang on a minute, Jim. Got yourself pair tickets to see the amazing Sarah Silverman Thursday, May 4th at the Met in Philadelphia. You can get tickets via Ticketmaster and complete details at WMMR.com. <laughs> so, Super Mario Brothers was the number one movie at the box office this weekend. Made massive. $58.2 million. That's the third week in a row for it. Uh, Evil Dead Rise was second, followed by Guy Ritchie's Covenant, John Wick Chapter 4, Air, Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. The Pope's Exorcist was seventh, followed by Renfield, Bo is Afraid, and Suzumi. I guess is how you say that. Suzumi. Suzumi. No, Suzumi. Um, So, box office doing well. I have a few stories to pass along to you. We're going to start with one that involves a friend of the program. Paul Rudd was hand to film the moment that Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney's soccer team's dreams came true. Hollywood stars were in the stands as their club, Wrexham, gained promotion to England's Football League after 15 years away. It was huge. And I I, I love this way that they operate where you you can, as depicted a lot in Ted Lasso, you know, you're you're looking to to move up into the ranks. And they did it. It's amazing. Yeah, relegation is what they call it. And Reynolds and McElhenney, uh, who promised to rise up in the English soccer pyramid, were overcome with emotion as Wrexham clinched the National League title. Uh, both Reynolds and McElhenney breathed a sigh of relief as the final whistle blew following a 3-1 to victory over Boreham Wood. Uh, the Hollywood A-listers then turned to each other and shared a strong and long embrace in the stands. Uh, Reynolds uploaded the footage to his Twitter page on Sunday and wrote, Rob and I kind of blacked out during this moment, but somehow we'll never forget it. Uh, earlier in the day, Reynolds said on social media, everything I own smells like champagne, beer, and grass. And I'm still somewhere between giggling and sobbing. This town and this sport is one of the most romantic things on earth. Thank you, Wrexham. Uh, they came from behind to beat Borum Wood 3-1. to one. Fans ran onto the pitch to celebrate with their heroes. And it wasn't long before Reynolds and McElhenney joined them. Uh, by the way, Rob paid tribute to the fans who have long awaited an achievement like this. He wrote, uh, we can hear how it feels to the town, and that is what is most important to us. I think this is a moment of catharsis for them and celebration. Uh, for us to be welcomed into their community and welcomed 
into this experience has been the honor of my life, he said. I want to see this depicted on Welcome to Wrexham, you yeah. know, as, this, as they go through this process, especially now that you know that they make it. That's pretty amazing. This is wild, man, because this is their first season with the team, right? No. Is their second? Second or third. Third. Okay, but they've managed to move this along very yes. quickly. Yeah. Whatever choices that have been made to help this happen. Well, they Quicker spent, than 15 years. They can see a direct result as yeah. these guys moving in. I mean, they spent money on the stadium. They spent money on the players. They spent money on the coaches. They they invested in the team and have invested in the town. It's I mean, it's it's impressive what they've been able to do. Yeah. Uh, this morning in the, uh, in the office, I heard Kathy go, oh, man. <laughs> and I knew exactly what story she was looking at. <laughs> Dancing with the Stars judge, Len Goodman, has passed away. 78 years old. He had bone cancer. Uh, he had been in a hospice in Kent following a short illness. He passed away on Saturday night. Listen to this. Just six months into his retirement. Oh, man. And he would have turned 79 years old, I believe, today. That's no way to spend a retirement. Uh, I always liked him. Yeah, me too. Well, he was the classy guy of the... Yeah. There's the, uh, who's the other guy? That's the guy today. Yeah, that, yeah that, that was the... Oh, God, what's his, I forget his name. But yeah. We don't watch the show anymore. Like this guy, this guy when... Len, Bruno? Was that yes, his name? Yeah, 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 you're right. I saw you dancing and shake your hiney. Uh, yeah. Len would be, you know, critical, but he would almost be... Not Nice about it. Like what he was never the mean one. Yeah. Okay, Kathy, he was an actual choreographer, right, for years? Oh, he was a dancer, too. Oh, yeah. oh, no, he was, he was a dancer. Uh, um, <laughs> I thought he was a choreographer. No, she was a dancer. Jinx, oh, my God! A spelunker, Nick. <laughs> a spokeswoman for Len said, I can confirm he died peacefully over the weekend, surrounded by his family. Preston. Jinx. Oh, that was oh, my Adding that he was a much-loved husband, father, and grandfather who will be sorely missed by family, friends, and all those who knew him. Uh, Len was hugely popular with fans for his knowledge and wry humor. He was a professional dancer and teacher who became a national treasure. In November of 2022, he was the last seen on TV declaring that he was retiring to spend more time with his wife, Sue, and his grandchildren. Uh, he began his working life as an apprentice welder. He only started dancing at age 20 after a doctor recommended it to help him recover from a foot injury. Look at that. He turned professional, enjoyed a successful, competitive dancing career. After retiring, he found the Goodman Dance Academy and his unrivaled knowledge of Latin and ballroom, as well as his fondness for well-turned metaphors, made him a favorite with millions of fans in later years. You know, sad news. He was there when Heather Mills uh, lost her leg on that landmine. He was there yeah, yeah. for that? Wow. amazing. Wow. Very close. Yeah. Uh, Shannon Doherty has filed for divorce from Kurt uh, Iswarenko, uh, the former Beverly Hills 90210 star, filed for divorce from him Friday after 11 years of marriage. Uh, she wrote uh, in a statement, divorce is the last thing, she, or no, I'm sorry, this is a representative, said divorce is the last thing Shannon wanted. Uh, unfortunately, she felt that it was le- she was left with no other option. On Instagram on Friday, Doherty shared a post that read, The only people who deserve to be in your life are the ones who treat you with love, kindness, and total respect. Well, that doesn't sound too good. No, it oh. does not. Uh, and they're, she's been fighting cancer for a number of years now. 2015 yeah. is when she was diagnosed, yeah. And it, in 2016, it spread to her lymph nodes. She... Uh, had a single mastectomy that year. She completed radiation, and in 2017, she was in remission. But then in 2020, she had a recurrence, and it had uh, metastasized. Uh, but at the time, she had um, wrote on Instagram that she had faith in her ability to navigate the overwhelming period in her life. But, yeah, she's had this struggle going up and down, but I guess it was not working out for them. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, lots to handle. 
Well, I was really sad to see this, but he seems pretty upbeat about it, and I believe we have a clip of this. But um, Richard Lewis has announced his retirement from stand-up following years of surgery and a Parkinson's disease diagnosis. Sucks. Uh, He announced in a video on social media that he would be focusing on writing and acting. Said that uh, halfway through a stand-up three years ago, he realized that he was done with the tour life. He underwent a whole bunch of surgeries, and then he found out about uh, the Parkinson's. Uh, So this is a clip from him talking about it. Here we go. Two years ago, I started walking a little stiffly. I was shuffling my feet, and I went to a, a neurologist, and they gave me a brain scan. And I was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. But luckily, I got it late in life, and they say you progress very slowly, if at all, and I'm on the right meds, so I'm cool. I'm finished with stand-up. I'm just focusing on writing and acting, and I love all of my friends and my fans, and now you know where it's been at the last three and a half years. So I, I was sad to hear this. I, I love him. He's great. Every One time, of my favorites. Every time he's been by here, he's just the sweetest guy. <laughs> he's, and he's he's him. He's, yeah. he's Richard Lewis. <laughs> you know, that neur- neuroses that he Caustic, has. neurotic. Yeah. yeah. The whole thing. But I've always enjoyed having him by here. And maybe we'll have another chance. He's going to continue with some acting. He was on Curb Your Enthusiasm and uh, enjoyed the, uh, the last uh, season of that. So he says it's because he's older, the, the disease will progress slower. Mm-hmm. I think Alan Alda said the same thing recently. Mm-hmm. He's older, and he was diagnosed recently. Yeah, so it's a slow yeah, yeah. build, and if you get it late in life, you may not end up uh, with a really bad you know symptoms uh, that come from Parkinson's. So, um, But not happy to hear about that, but hopefully he'll be okay. Uh, Simone Biles has married fiancé Jonathan Owens, NFL player, the 26-year-old Olympic gymnast and gold medalist, revealed the news on social media, sharing four photos and a message. Uh, She wrote, I do, alongside a heart emoji. I think they did, did they do a court? House marriage? They, uh, they, uh, they did. Yeah, it was kind of. It happened um, they, for a they, moment. They've been engaged since February 2022, but yes, I think it was a small ceremony. They tried to get the Punk Rock Museum, but it was booked. It was already booked. Uh, yeah. How about that? Uh, so, Biles shared the post on Instagram as well, where Owens uh, commented, "Wifey got a great ring to it, <laughs> and first day for of forever with a heart shaped emoji and a ring emoji." So, they're doing well. Uh, ben Affleck and Matt Damon thought that they were set for life after they sold their 1997 movie Goodwill Hunting for $600,000. And on a recent episode of the Drew Barrymore show, Ben detailed just how wrong they were. I'd like to apologize to Jennifer Garner and her pool boy, Ben Affleck, for incorporating them into my fantasy life. Um. He said, I apologize to anyone who's been offended by my fictional creations, Chris Lagan, the philosopher of evil, and the skull sealer. Have you had that clip since Y100? Uh, forever. I think so. In fact, it still cracks me up. What it's caused is uh, people keep asking now, what, what is that, you know, wh- where is that from? Uh, and there was this lunatic who got a chance, uh, I forget what crime he committed, but he was uh, yeah. given the chance to speak in front of the court. Uh-huh. And he figured he'd bring that up. Yep. For no reason. I don't don't remember what he did or why he was speaking to a jury or whatever it was, but he he felt felt that was important. So anyway, uh, Ben said, when we sold Goodwill Hunting, I was like, we are now rich for life. My needs are over. I will never have to work again. Uh, Instead, it turns out they were broke in six months. Oh, my God. 
He said, we sold it for 600000 We split that, 300 each. And then the agents got 30000 so we had 270000 and we paid about 160000 in taxes, so we had 110 left. And then he said, we each bought $55,000 Jeep <laughs> Cherokees, and then we have $55,000 left, which naturally we decided to rent a $5,000 a month party house in Glencoe Way by the Hollywood Bowl, and we were broke in six months. <laughs> I can see them burning through that. Totally. And uh, but fortunately, they had careers ahead of them. Uh, a fan was arrested on Friday after ramming her car through Travis Barker's neighborhood's security gate. Does sound like a fan? TMZ reports that the female suspect was booked for trespassing after trying to gain access to his home on four occasions. She was stopped by the mm-hmm. Blink-182 drummer security team and detained until law enforcement arrived. you got to wonder what's happening in their minds when they do that. Do they think Travis Barker's going to come out and go, that was pretty cool? Maybe. I don't know. They might. Uh, I like you. Some of them are like, if I can just talk to you. Just for two seconds. If I can just talk to them, it will happen. I would just love to apologize to Ben Affleck. For all those pool boy comments. And according to the outlet, uh, Barker is looking to obtain a restraining order. I think that's wise. I think that's wise, too. Uh, on April 20th, verified users lost their blue check marks unless they signed up for Twitter Blue for $8. Or did they? Uh, Elon Musk seems to be giving some celebrities who did not pay for the Twitter service their blue check marks back. Uh, Lil Nas X, Bette Midler, and Stephen King are all among celebrities who claim that they have not paid for the badge, but still have the blue check on their profiles. I lost mine that I never had, and right. I was stunned. <laughs> stunned! Some speculate this could be a reaction to the Block the Blue campaign, a Twitter movement where users block those who have paid for Twitter Blue. Uh, some deceased celebrities like Kobe Bryant, Anthony Bourdain, and Michael Jackson now also appear to be... Twitter Blue subscribers, and it's unclear why celebrities who have passed on are receiving this designation. It's so I, annoying. This it, is- yeah, well, I, I thought it was funny how <laughs> little whiny bitches these celebrities became, <laughs> but acting like they didn't care. You they know, completely like, care. Like, shut up. Like, yeah. you were tweeting, like, oh, uh, something seems different in my account, but I don't care. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. You're one of us. You know, like, now you don't. You're scum. Now you're scum. You're with us in you're- this. Filth. Oh. I refuse the to scum pay pool. Scum pool. Yeah. Jump in the pool, scum queen. <laughs> this is what it's like to be us. Can't get a can't get a stick of blue check on my Twitter account. Yeah, come back. Oh, comes check out my social media. Coming back from Vietnam. <laughs> check it on my Facebook, my LinkedIn. No certification. No blue check. That's right. It sticks. Well, all of a sudden, everybody, even on Instagram, started to get all these blue checks. And I was like, oh, this is like a pay thing now. I'm like, I, I refuse to pay for it. Well, there was also the, 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 the who you knew sort of thing. I'm like, we would ask a couple of times, how do you end up getting it? Uh, yeah. Do you get anointed? Is it like, are you in front of the king? And does he bring the sword down? Well, how oh, does man. it happen? I mean, listen, and I don't like to judge people right <laughs> off the bat. But like when I see Johnny Potato Chips with 14 followers and a blue check mark, I'm like, you're such yeah, a dork. What's going on? You're such a dork. Yeah. Get mm. a life. Why don't you call up Susie Cream Cheese and jump in the mud pit with us? Yeah. <laughs> all right. We've all had our say now. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see if there's uh, a reason for all this or not. So at the Festival of Books on Saturday, Matthew Perry uh, told Los Angeles Times that he plans to remove all Keanu Reeves references from his memoir. How's he going to do that? 
Uh, the friends start well, any future printing. Oh, yeah. And unless you go to Dry Brand with scissors. <laughs> yes, hi. Uh, you might remember me from Friends. Did you purchase my autobiography? Can I have it for a second? This will uh, take just a minute. Uh, the friend star wrote in his book, Friends, Lovers, and the Big Terrible Thing, that Reeves, quote, still walks among us, even as the original thinkers like River Phoenix and Heath Ledger die. Uh, regarding these lines, Perry told the outlet, I said a stupid thing. I It was a mean thing to do. I pulled his name because I live on the same street. I've apologized publicly to him. Any future versions of the book will not have his name in it. I'd like to apologize to Jennifer Gardner and her pool boy, Ben Affleck. So he didn't include them in his book. At least. No, he yeah. did not. But uh, he's apologizing anyway because right. it's very trendy to do that. So, uh, Emily Radijkowski told Spanish Vogue in a recent interview that she didn't expect her recent kiss with Harry Styles in Tokyo to go viral. She's full of crap. I said I didn't expect this to happen. There was but, a whole bunch of photographers right there. But I think, in general, there's a reason certain celebrities live in L.A., hired security, don't go to public restaurants. Uh, the makeout session came months after Styles and Olivia Wilde went through a breakup. And she said, I feel bad for Olivia because she has had to suffer this situation on several occasions. Mm-hmm. She ended up in uh, History of the World Part Two, which uh, I know, Casey, you didn't really love, but I, I laugh out loud every time I watch it. And occasionally there are these weird Instagram models like she was in it. I think Kendall Jenner did an episode. Of the Hadids have been in there as well. Uh, and she was funny. I mean, was I'm she not, good? Yeah, I'm not really a fan of hers, but man, she was she was good in the episodes. And I and um, Ike Barinholtz and uh, N- um, Nick Kroll are so damn funny on that show. Nice. All right, uh, how about this, um, Savannah Chrisley? Oh my God. Uh, from Chrisley Chris- knows best. Chrisley knows best. She was uh, thrown off a Southwest Airlines flight for being an unruly passenger. Recently. Please tell me it was in mid-flight. The growing up Chrisley star shared videos to her Instagram stories explaining that she was trying to board a flight at New York's LaGuardia Airport when a flight attendant insisted that she check her bag. After Chrisley refused to comply with his request, she claims that he called her an unruly passenger and threw her off the flight. Southwest Airlines responded to these claims in a statement saying our initial reports indicate a different story than the one from the customer's account. As she arrived at the gate late in her boarding uh, process and repeatedly insulted our employee after being asked to gate check her bag, uh, they told the outlet. And as a result, the customer was denied boarding on her original flight and we booked her on a later flight on the same day. So, yeah, she had a little squabble. I think, uh, didn't her dad, who's a, he's, his mom and dad are in jail right now, right. so, uh, but didn't he, they got into a fight, I think, uh, because she had an OnlyFans or was starting up an OnlyFans page, and he that called her a porn familiar, star. yeah. Yeah. And now they're in jail. Now they're in jail. <laughs> Enjoy that. What a family. Yep. All right, and the one last story, Daniel Craig uh, is set to take on yet another queer role. The star of the most recent run of James Bond films has been cast as William S. Burroughs' fictional alter ego in Call Me By Your Name director Lucia Guadagnino's upcoming adaptation of the gay author's novel called Queer. I was hoping you were going to say Paul Lind. No. That been amazing. Could you imagine him? Daniel the, Craig is Paul. The Paul Lind story. <laughs> <laughs> Charles Nelson Ryan, that too. Or yeah, you can play either way. Uh, Outer Banks star Drew Starkey will star opposite Craig as the object of the older man's desire. Uh, the film also reportedly stars Leslie Manville, Jason Schwartzman, and Henry Zaga. Uh, Burroughs' 1985 novel follows Lee, an American expat living in Mexico City in the 1950s as he pursues and becomes obsessed 
with the much younger Allerton, a discharged American Navy serviceman. Actor Steve Buscemi was previously set to direct a film version of the novel. Uh, the film, which will reportedly begin production in Rome this month, marks uh, Guadagnino's first explicitly queer project since his 2020 HBO series, We Are Who We Are. So this is the story of William Burroughs? Yeah. It's, okay. Uh, yeah, his alter ego, I think it said. All right. So, yeah. so the Naked Lunch and all that? Right. All right. Did you ever see The Naked Lunch? I did it? not. Is it good? It's it, well, it's completely trippy, as you would imagine. You okay. know, owing to the source material. I mean, there's a whole bunch of weird stuff. In I've it. only heard the title of Naked Lunch. I have no idea yeah. what it's about. It's uh, is it it's hard a, to explain. Think of David Lynch and oh and uh, times ten. Oh my yeah, god, yeah, that's okay. what it's like. Yeah, all right. As you can imagine, so, as you can imagine. All right, we're ready for clips now. <laughs> Bill Hader returns as a Midwestern hitman in the fourth season of Barry. And in this clip, the star discusses killing off characters. Here we go. It's the worst part of the job by far, having to tell. Or having to tell somebody, hey, you were recast, which we've had to do, or your part got cut. Because I've established, I've, I've experienced all those things. Uh, the fourth season of Barry returns to HBO tonight at 10 p.m. Here's the next clip. Thrill-seeking surfers take extreme risks in the show 100-Foot Wave. And in this clip, producer Joe Lewis talks about the dangers that come with filming the show. The people who are shooting from the water, you know, are in every bit the same amount of danger as the surfers. You know, they're truly taking the same risks and as good as uh, as the surfers themselves at what they do. Dude, you get the best oh. barrels ever, dude. Just like you pull in and you just get spit, spit right, out. right out of them. And you just drop in and just smack the lip. Drop down. Snap. And then after that. You just drop in, just ride the barrel, and get pitted. So pitted like that. Like that. Uh, the second season of 100 Foot Wave is available now on HBO Max. I watched um, the first episode of the first season of that, and it was fantastic. Was I, it? I never went back to it, but uh, I it's, actually it's watched it last night. Unbelievable. What, that first episode? The first episode of the second season. Oh, okay. Uh, last night. And I actually ended up falling asleep to it. I was just tired. Not not disinterested. These people are insane. Are they Are they staying in Portugal? They're, yeah, they're okay. in um, Nerez or whatever the town is in Portugal. Those are so, so insane it, ways. It focuses on that one break. Um, then I guess yeah, I, and, okay. and so and and at some point uh, the this episode is a, around this swell that comes up from uh, Hurricane Epsilon. Uh, it's it's insane. Okay, yeah, it, I, it. Oh no, I just saw them putting. It looked like I'm sorry. We're watching like a trailer for it. It looked like somebody maybe died. I don't know. Oh, uh, I don't know. Uh, but uh, like, I love these people. Like, I love these types of people. You know, they're but insane, I, but they're amazing. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right, uh, and that's the last story. Uh, well done. Info I have in uh, the entertainment report. Thank you, Steve. I put a lot of my blood, sweat, and tears. You can in tell it, it uh, reeks of you. So thank you for uh, giving the love back. All right, we have a lot of stuff going on today. We have concert cash, obviously, a couple opportunities for you to win money and tickets, two things that go great together. Uh, and we also have uh, the band Larkin Poe. Rebecca and Megan will be joining us in the 9 o'clock hour on a Zoom. They're playing the MM Barbecue. We're excited to have them on the bill, and that is going to be September 16th. If you have not gotten your tickets yet, oh, God damn it, get them now. WMMR.com for all the details. Make us turn this radio station around. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. A Monday morning is moving forward, and we'll be with you in a second. 
93.3 WMMR proudly supports the American Cancer Society Bikeathon Bridge to the Beach, celebrating 51 years of riding for a world without cancer. Hey, it's Marcus. Join me and Team WMMR on Sunday, June 11th for this family-friendly ride to save lives. All Team WMMR riders can now access group pricing for Team WMMR jerseys and other great cycling apparel from Volet and their Made in America. The first 50 team members that hit their fundraising goal will get $50 towards their purchase thanks to our great sponsor, Tamman Inc., because everybody has the right to access information. Register to ride with Team WMMR. Get complete details at WMMR.com or text BIKE to 39333 for a link to the info. The ACS Bikeathon and 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. Last night, the Aurora Borealis was supposed to be visible for portions of Pennsylvania uh, and and north of here as well. Yes. Um, so I want to see if anybody had any sightings of that last night. Anybody listening? 215-263-WMMR. I didn't see any like news reports of anybody being able yeah, to see Shippensburg. it. Yeah, Shippensburg. Shippensburg? I believe that's where it was. Well, where, that's not fair. Where people saw it. Okay. Yeah, we tried and failed again. No. Uh, we, but I'll tell you what, the sky was beautiful. It was really pretty, and it was a nice, nice night. I like the cool weather. Um, but uh, we went to Iceland a few years ago in a, in a vain attempt to see the Northern Lights, uh, and it was in March, and uh, didn't see them one night that entire week because it was cloudy the whole time. Yeah. Last night, they just didn't make it uh, far enough south for, for most Pennsylvanians. Okay. I've seen them. They're amazing. I'd like to see them again. Uh, my wife went to did exactly what you did, uh, Nick, went uh, to the Netherlands, though, to, uh, to attempt to see them. And um, saw them briefly, but it is it's an amazing thing. I'd love to see them here all the time on demand. If we could arrange Wouldn't that, that'd be great. That'd you be could terrific. Just hit a button and make <laughs> it happen. I mean, it is it is cool. I, I I went out to look, couldn't see anything, nothing. It looked like the regular sky. I think about what it must have been like pre scientific knowledge uh, for people to look into the sky. Oh, a lot of virgins got killed. Yeah. Uh, well, I would imagine, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah, you would think this is it, we need a virgin that it was some kind of. Uh, you know, uh, from the heavens or God or whatever you want to call it or, or yeah. you know, uh, otherworldly or, you know, and it would either either be beautiful and gorgeous and amazing or terrifying to people who saw that. Gorgeous or amazing? Kill a virgin. Yeah, <laughs> one or the other. Do, somebody's upset Don't with us. kill the virgin? No, man. De-virginize the virgin or something less than killing. I know. It was brutal back then. I but, uh, yeah, no, it's the kind of celestial thing. Well, look at, like, e- eclipses and things like that. You would certainly read as yeah. a sign from the gods yeah. at whatever time that somebody was pissed at you. You're shutting off our lights. Right. It's exactly. like telling us to go to bed early. Yeah, and nobody likes that. Like no You're ready to stay up all night, and they tell you to go to bed. Come on, no. Uh, but yes, my my goal it's it's a bucket list item, and I've I've been to Sweden a couple of times, hoping to see. And we were, in, but uh, when we went to uh, Norway, it was uh, during the summertime, and it's light all the time, so there's no way that was happening. But I would like to. I had some friends not long ago who went to Iceland, and they did indeed see them, and and they were there because they were clear nights. Do you remember what time of year they went? It wasn't that long ago. Okay, I think. yeah. This uh, because uh, it's same reason, Preston. You can't go in the summertime, which is a nicer time to go to Iceland because right. it's Iceland. Um, but you're not going to see the nor- Northern Lights if you go to Iceland in the summertime. So yeah. I was, I believe, it was Washington State where I saw them. Yes, yeah, by Lisa. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. And um, uh, they were doing that. Uh, they, as if it's a performing troupe, uh, the undulating 
you could actually see the ribbon undulating a bit, which is pretty wild. Yeah. Uh, but ethereal, magnificent, wonderful, yeah. and I want to see it again. Yeah. Hang on a second. I want to go to see John Wick 4 and the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we go to Ben. Hey, Ben, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. What's up? Hey, all, bud. Just talking about the, the Northern Lights. What do you want to tell us about? I was going to say, I've never seen them, but I've always brought up to my parents, and they always tell me, oh, we just grew up with that every day. We just walked outside our house, and we're able to see them. I was like, really? <laughs> Where were they from? They're from uh, Manitoba. Okay. Okay, makes sense. And it was no yeah. big deal to them? No, my mom would just walk outside um, in, in the mornings or in the evenings, and they'd just be there, like, right right outside her window. So yeah. it's like... Never it, it, them at all. It must have taken all of your w- strength to not punch her in the face when she lords that over you that every night she can go out and see the Northern Lights. Have you seen oh, them? I so, <laughs> I've, you? I've, I've, I've never. I've never. I was so jealous when they're like, yeah, it was just an everyday occurrence. <laughs> like, really? Like, people, like, plan trips over there. Absolutely. Yes, totally. Yeah. All right. Have you seen them yourself? He said, I, he no, said no. No, no okay. I, I want to I, I get up there someday to see right. Manitoba, that's the place to go. All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. By the way, what are the... So it's the Aurora Borealis in the Northern Hemisphere. Mm-hmm. What's it called in the Southern Hemisphere? Aurora Australis. Uh, Aurora Australis. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's also a stripper at a club in Florida. That's <laughs> pretty cool. She does ping pong stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, Aurora Australis. Yeah. Woo-hoo! It's a booties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a ping pong that's trick? It's a ping pong balls. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go to Amy. Hey, Amy, good morning. Good morning. Hey, Amy, what's up? Uh, Wonderful. What's going on? So, I actually saw the Northern Lights when we were in Southern Illinois. Um, Wow. So, yeah, it was wild. You know how flat it is there, because that's not far from where you grew up. Yeah. And there's not much around. And we were coming back after a wedding rehearsal, so it was a little bit later, and my dad was driving, and I'm like, what is that? And he said, oh, that's the Northern Lights. We see those once in a while. And it was bizarre. It was really, and to see it, and he said, yeah, sometimes they would see them that far. I don't know if that still happened, because that was it, about 28 yeah, years ago. Yeah, it can yeah. happen on occasion. I mean, you, you know, but uh, but it's rare. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Amy. Appreciate uh-huh. it. All right. Well, I was going to see if I was hoping, I was essentially, I was waiting for a text from Nick. Yeah. Uh, because I wasn't going to sit outside uh, and, <laughs> yeah. and wait, well, but I figured yeah. you would text us if, no, if you would have seen him. Andrea was uh, on her; she has an app where you can track them, and and so she posted this on her stories oh. last night, Preston. And so, like that red band is where you can see the Aurora Borealis. South of that, you can't really see them that well. Does anymore. it? Does it uh, go through Shippensburg? Uh, no, but Steve, it's funny. It kind of like dips down in the in central United States. So on the northeast and on the northwest, it's kind of north of that. But that's, in central, it's US, weird. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. very bizarre. I yeah. guess that's why she could see it in southern Illinois. Yeah, interesting. Uh, so I mean, there was a post last night from Nor'easter Nick who said that uh, the Northern Lights were spotted in South Jersey. So uh, there's a picture of it, um, perhaps maybe down the Jersey Shore, like Wildwood. That's yeah, cool. Jersey. There was definitely somewhere in Jersey. I, they didn't say where, but they said uh, in Jersey, and then they named. With, where the, it wasn't. with the yeah. taxes we pay here, yeah. And then somebody uh, from Williamstown said that they saw it in uh, okay in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Casey, right. have you been to Cherry Springs State Park in uh, Pennsylvania? No, That's... but I've been to Galton, okay, uh, in Potter County. Uh, uh, Cherry Springs, been to Oklahoma. <laughs> Cherry Springs is the uh, Dark Skies uh, Park in PA, and it's oh. the, it's one of the um, best places on the uh, east of the Mississippi to see um, you know to see stars. Where is it? Uh, north Central PA. So, like, if you go up to Williamsport and then go further north and uh, west, you'll end up in Cherry Springs. I want to do that. It's really neat. It's been a while since I've been out in a, in a rural enough area where, you know, well, you know when you see that, 
Oh yeah, it's it's it it beats any ILM light show you've ever seen. And it's Steve, amazing. Steve, you'd like it because they have all of these um, amateur uh, telescopes there, and, and uh, it's a really cool place to go. I've been a couple of times. All oh, right. Yeah, the enormity of it when you can see it clear yeah. in a, in a very dark place is just it's awe inspiring. I love that. I I am nothing. I am nothing oh, yeah. in this universe. Yeah, when I you look scum! up when you look up at night and it looks like it's cloudy. Yeah. Uh, you know, because of the density of the stars, that's something that's else. Amazing. That's, I've only seen that like twice in my life, you and just been like, <laughs> it's crazy. Upstate yeah. New York uh, in Wyndham, uh, which is a ski town, but there are lots of areas where you could go, and it would be like that, where you just cannot believe what you're seeing. It's like yeah. that's been there all along. I was when I took uh, Carter on a trip out to Wyoming. We were one of the things we were very much looking forward to was being able to see the Milky Way galaxy. Yeah. And there was a full moon. Yeah. And we couldn't see. You, it, it, yeah, I know. that Our, our saying became effing moon. Yeah, effing <laughs> moon. Yeah. Couldn't your travel agent do something with that? I, I yeah. tried, and uh, they were all booked up. having a hard time. I'm on the radio. No. Uh, could, you, could you get that moon out of there? We can't see a damn thing. There was a cool sliver moon last night, and uh, just below the sliver moon yes. was uh, Venus. You saw it? Oh, wait. Are you sure it was Venus? I heard that it was Jupiter. Uh, I saw Neil deGrasse Tyson posting okay, that it was... Okay, so then we'll go with him. Well, who do you trust? <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson or Kathy? Uh, yeah. I mean, both, really, yeah. but on different matters. So I'm going to go with uh, astronomer Neil deGrasse Tyson. Uh, Nick, yeah, I actually made Jace go outside and look at it because it was so bright and beautiful. Wow. Yeah. And the, the sky was so clear at the time when we walked out. Yeah, okay. you could see it even before it got uh, completely dark out last night. Well, wow. all right. Well, we had a, it was it was forecast. It kind of came and went. Maybe a couple of people got a depending on where you were got a little vision of the, uh, the northern lights. Not us. I didn't get a chance to uh, notice that, but I did notice. <gasps> oh my god! Other things. Wow! <laughs> oh my god! He's here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> just came out of nowhere. The noticer. <laughs> By the way, speaking of uh, people in New Jersey being able to see, maybe last night uh, that New Jerseyans have the opportunity to choose. Their hometown heroes over the next month as the New Jersey Hall of Fame has announced its 2023 nominee. So it's just an all-encompassing Hall of Fame? Of people you're just from... famous as something? Yep. And and there are a variety like of... Like if you saw the Northern Lights? No, not like oh. that. There are a variety of categories. Uh, members of the public uh, can vote up to uh, for up to 10 of the 50 nominees in entertainment, arts, business, public service, and sports uh, through May 19th. The final inductees will be announced in July. And there's some pretty cool people who uh, were born in New Jersey. Do we have something? I assume we have something like that here, right? I don't know. I'm surprised. You would imagine. Pennsylvania well, Hall of Fame? Right. We have a Delaware County Sports Hall of Fame. <laughs> you? Yeah. Uh, Nick's friend Katie Rose is like part of the board or whatever. Yeah. And they it was funny because uh, they asked me, they sent me some shirts and asked me to promote it. I was like, can I can I be inducted in into it? it? Like, what? No. For what? <laughs> I don't know. What what sports contribution? contribution uh, well, you... I was part of the Ridley Township Swim Club diving team that went undefeated five years there in a row. There you go. Hey, five years in a row. Five years in a row. That's a legacy. That's yeah. a dynasty. Yeah. yeah. As a matter of That's fact, a, yeah. I think I won the A Division championship uh, individually that fifth year. All right. So, You're also controversial because you wore the skimpiest bathing suit. No, I would not. I refused. I literally, I wore lacrosse shorts. <laughs> as, <laughs> I was like, there's no reason for this fat ass to you be in. Okay. In, and it was diving. It's not like you were swimming. No, in and you swimming, needed... I wore them. In swimming, really? I Yeah. Yeah, because you need less drag, you know, in the in the water. Why would you wear, wait. No, is... no, I wore Speedos. Okay. I thought, yeah, I thought yeah, you yeah. meant you wear the lacrosse shorts. No. 
uh, while swimming because that would be yeah. But again, like it wouldn't you. even matter. It's not like I won races in swimming. Okay. Like I could have diver. <laughs> I could have well, gone in a full uh, ski suit. Hopefully, the Delaware County um, Sports Hall of Fame yeah. will come a calling one day. Well, who's on the jersey? Uh, so Paul Rudd. Oh, what uh, is a Passaic native? Is he who gained mainstream success as an actor? Of course, Kansas City. Yeah, uh, that may have been where he grew up. That was Kansas City. Uh, take a look and, and see, uh, Nick, what it says. Uh, born in Passaic, uh, uh, yep. but then moved to Kansas. Yep, so, King Chuck. Uh, yeah, <laughs> born in Babylonia. <laughs> Wait, no, born in Arizona, moved to Babylonia. <laughs> King Tut. I don't know. That's kind of cheating, Jersey. You know, stealing Paul Rudd like that. Like he, most of his life is in Kansas. How in Kansas old was City. he when he moved? As a kid, like a young kid. Okay. I think where where you're from is where you're from. Where sadly, you, where you were born, yeah, is where you're from. That's where you got. So they got to give it to him. I was born in Tennessee. I only lived there till I was like three, maybe four years old. For the first few so years I, I knew you, I called you Chattanooga. Uh, <laughs> Elliot. Preston, you know what you have in common with Paul Rudd? Uh uh-uh. His mother's name is Gloria. Oh, so isn't you, that nice? Yeah, I should call you the Tennessee kid. Okay, you want to call me that from yeah. now on? Okay. That's what, uh, I, wait, <laughs> the hell. Uh, Nate Bargatze is a Tennessee kid. I just stole it from him, and I'm giving it to you. Nate Bargatze? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Anthony Bourdain, uh, a New York City native who spent much of his childhood in Bergen County, was a celebrity chef. So wait a minute. Wait a second here. He was born in New York City, but he spent his childhood... See? See, that's... Now they're playing light and loose with the rules. Yeah, that's inconsistent. What if you've just said New Jersey a lot? Maybe they would consider you for that. Said it over a hundred times. Other performing arts nominees include uh, P-Funk leader George Clinton, Oscar-winning director Brian De Palma, Hmm. All About Eve actress Celeste Holm. Yes. Fifth Dimension vocalist Marilyn McCoo. No Billy Davis? Uh, No, maybe he's not from New Jersey. Oscar-winning actress Eva Marie Saint... Another great one. Who is she? Uh, and on the waterfront, she is Brando's love interest. Oh, okay. Uh, North by Northwest, uh, legendary actress. Uh, American Roots singer-songwriter Phoebe Snow, uh, 1970s pop singer Tony Orlando, and Grammy-winning Eagles guitarist Joe Walsh. Joe Walsh is from New Jersey? Well, maybe he just lived there for a while, according to this thing. You don't have to be born there. I never would have guessed Walsh. As a Jersey guy, but I, I don't know. Now, he was born in Kansas, for crying out loud. Dude. In fact, he lived with Paul Rudd for the first few years. <laughs> I spit on this list. Wow. This, this is a travesty. Yes. Uh, you've got to be beholding to one. I, I think it's that you're born there, right? Yeah, I Isn't would that think how so. they're yes. usually reconciled? I would think so. Your birth certificate. Yeah. You know, should, uh, should be a... Douchebag. Okay. All right. Maybe it's at people who have lived in New Jersey at any point in time in their life. Well, then that's, that's just an insane amount of people up for grabs. What if you just have a shore house? Yeah. Would that count? Well, then now you're in. Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, and Casey would be as well. Did Absolutely. you mention uh, John Amos at all? No. Okay. Good, well, Craig Lagan just texted me and said John Amos was born in Newark. Okay. So, and he's not on the list? And he's not on the list? Beast, maybe maybe, maybe, he's, he's, maybe he's already in. All right, all right. I don't know. These are the nominees. Wait a second. So this is not the first year they're doing this? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, okay. No, 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 That's no. why I was, my shock. They do this yearly. Yeah. I'll, I'll, in, in a moment, I'll tell you some of the, uh, well, I'll give you previous inductees. John inclu- Amos. Inclu- <laughs> <laughs> include Chelsea Handler, Alexander Hamilton. Hamilton? Yeah. Uh, Fran Lebowitz. Yes. She died in a kiln explosion. <laughs> yes. 
If you could find that some... was Fawn, right? That was yeah. Fawn. Fawn mother. Yeah. They both died in tragic uh, killing accidents. Eli Manning, George R. R. Martin, Martha Stewart, Gloria Gaynor, Steve Forbes, and Carly Lloyd, to name a few people. Eli oh. Manning, who was not, he played for the New York Giants. Who just so happened to play all their games yeah. in New Jersey, but still. John Stamos. Probably John Stamos. No, he probably had a house in Jersey. I don't know, Case. Probably had a house in Jersey. Get you into this. I don't know. Don't give me that. Probably had a house. Leading the pack of public service nominees for the New Jersey Hall of Fame, uh, First Lady Jill Biden, a uh, Hamilton native who grew up in Willow Grove. Uh, former Secretary of State George Schultz, longtime U.S. Congressman Peter Rodino, former Assemblyman Steve uh, Adubato, and four... Former, former New Jersey governors, uh, Christine Todd Whitman, William Cahill, William Livingston, and Charles Edison. So they're in the public service. Now, the list of sports nominees include uh, NFL sportscaster Jim Nance, Olymp- Olympic champion figure skater Dick Button. Dick Button? Yeah. Yeah, we talked about it. What's him. that there on your crotch? <laughs> no, no, no. He was That's a, a dick butt. He was a stupid question. I gave it to you. Remember? He yeah. was this figure skater guy. Yeah. Um... And uh, he's got, um, like, you guys do your jokes. It's okay. It's all right. no, he, he won, uh, like, a few gold medals back in the day. And right. We used it as a stupid question not that long ago. Dick button. <laughs> what's, what's that there? He invented easy off uh, underpants. You just have to press the dick button <laughs> and everything works. Push that button. See what happens. <laughs> I, knew oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew I shouldn't have pushed that button. Wouldn't that be great? That's, that's my dick button. <laughs> <laughs> they push that button, I dare you. <laughs> he's still alive. Uh, he's he still is. alive? All right. Yeah. Well, it would be an honor to have you on the show, sir. Former- <laughs> <laughs> I have always wanted to press that button just to see what it does. Push that there. See that there? Uh, Not that one. Uh, former Dallas Cowboys wide receiver Drew Pearson. Uh, former L.A. Dodgers pitcher Earl Hershiser. BMX Hall of Famer Kathy... Vagina zipper. <laughs> I have, have, have. I got a guy for you. Vagina zipper. Meet Dick Button. <laughs> oh my God. No. Um, no? No. Uh, it was Kathy what? I, I lost my place. <laughs> Kathy Shatchel? Uh, Shatchel. <laughs> Shatchel. What's in your Shatchel? Shatchel. Yeah. That sounds like uh, Caitlin. Yeah. I had uh, a little accident in my purse. Uh, C-H-A-C-H-E-L is how that's... Shatchel? Isn't... Shatchel? Isn't the person who... The writer who wrote the Ode to a Tree... From Jersey, I believe one of the rest stops is oh. named after. I never saw, shall see uh, something, uh, something lovely as a tree. tree, lovely yeah. tree. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. You, uh, I, I don't know. Maybe vagina zipper wrote that. Sounds about right. So, who else do we have here uh, the, in the sports? Oh, she's uh, 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 okay. She's BM, BMX Hall of Famer. Yeah, that's what I said at the top, but I just couldn't pronounce her name. A former New Jersey Devils general manager, Lou Lamariello. 
Former New York Giants running back Tiki Barber, former yeah. NFL commissioner Paul Tagliabue, and former WNBA player Sue Wick. Once again, Tiki Barber gets the nomination, yeah. but his twin brother. Yes. Well, Rondé didn't play in New Jersey like Tiki did. Rondé All right. played in Tampa. But still, every year when it's his birthday, Preston yeah. reads Tiki's birthday and not Rondé. <laughs> so, Nick, in the, in the, if you, do you have the list of luminaries there or the, the full comprehensive? I assume, like, Springsteen's in there, right? Uh, I don't know. And there's also Jack uh, Nicholson, uh, Danny DeVito. They're both Yes. Uh, John Bon Jovi. Bovan Joni. John Amos. Ode to a Tree. Nick, who wrote that? Uh, Joyce Kilmer Old. That's Oates. it? Yes. Joyce Kilmer uh, Rest Stop. Yep, she's got a rest stop. Oh, okay. which right. one did they just close? They, clo- they closed the rest stop on the... Uh, on I the just, turnpike? Was, yeah, I was just driving up there. The uh, meat curtains. No. Oh. I don't know. There's Carol Oates. I said Kilmer, but Carol. Closed? Or, there's Carol. two that are closed for just for construction. They're remodeling both of them. Oh, okay. I, I, for a while, they were my... I was, sorry, I was traveling constantly up and down the turnpike, and... and they're just, you're thrilled when you see them, especially when you're driving for a long time. I was driving back and yeah. forth. And, and Preston, I'm sure in your traveling years when you're, you know, doing a lot of driving, those rest stops meant everything to oh, you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if you're on a turnpike where oh. there are very few, yeah. you know, uh, exits available to you. Uh, we were on the Pennsylvania Turnpike not too long ago and stopped off to... I'm, I'm never delighted by the food. No. At the... No, uh, when I see it's a Roy Rogers, I'm like, oh, what the hell? I know. Who in the freaking I'm, United I'm not, States? I'm not mad I mean, at Roy I, Rogers. Oh, I did like the, the fixings bar because I can load it up with, with lots of pickles because I you, like that. What do you think of their burgers? They're okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah they're pretty you, good. You prefer Arby's roast beef to oh, Roy's? Yeah. yeah. I do. Yep. Yeah. Wait, I do think... they have roast beef at, at Roy's? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Roy's okay. was Roy's was predicated on. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't yeah, grow yeah. up with those. So inferior. I'm, yeah, inferior I, in every. I think way. they were a little more grizzly. Grizzly, I should yeah. say. Actually, they gave you bear meat. <laughs> My son, for the first time this weekend, he had a uh, um, science Olympiad tournament out in uh, Altoona. By the way, they won. Uh, oh, state, hey. state champs. Uh, Harrison High School, and they went to a Hosses for the first time. You guys know about Hosses? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. And, uh, well, it's like, it's kind of like a Bonanza. Like, they, it's a buffet. Hosses style. was a character on Bonanza. Well, yeah, and, and I don't know if there's any relation or not, yeah. Steve, but, like, it's that style of, like, quote-unquote steakhouse. Um, but it's for kids and college students, it's perfect because it's, it's all you can eat. And uh, they have an ice cream stand. And oh, it's all you can eat? It's insane. And yeah. so we went to one in college. There was one down in Sealands Grove, uh, which is about uh, 20 minutes south of Lewisburg, where I, where I went to school. And Ben was just telling me so many amazing things about horses. They had a, uh, a claw machine where he won a, oh, wow. uh, a little dog, a stuffed dog that plays the gambler by Kenny Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're talking about something else, but I figured I, I, should. I, I think I want to go to horses now. Yeah. But, but well, part Steve, of the joy of going to, like... Um, like truck stops, yes. that they would have stuff like that. Yeah. So Steve, they went. It was out in Altoona where the tournament was. They went to one horses on the way back, on the way out, and another horses on the way back. So, how about a mixer at one of these places? A horses? Yes. I don't know where the closest one is. I have to find out. It sounds like the uh, the place where the people were fighting over the steak. That's exactly right. Oh, okay. what golden, was that? Uh, golden golden corral. corral. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. That's where they were beating the piss out of each other. I haven't over been steaks. to a place like that in ages. We used to, as a family, would go to a couple of joints like that. They weren't all you can eat, mm-hmm. but you know. You'd, where you'd walk the cafeteria yes. line, you'd order your steak yes. at the beginning, and by the time you get to the end, they'd have it cooked up and ready to go. That's exactly I right. I liked those. Yeah, they're Did fun. you ever go? Yeah. There was, a, in, in, when I go to visit my dad in Texas, there are still, there's Morrison's, no uh, no uh, relationship, and Luby's is another one. Luby's. Uh, yeah, you get all lubed up and go in. <laughs> uh, but it's, yeah, those they're great. And I mean, listen, you're not going to go, it's not... Top level food, but it's well, the moderate best, food for, uh, the, for the price. A lot, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. But the best one I ever went to was just outside of Brace uh, Canyon uh, National Park. It was when you talk about top food, 
I'm, dude, the food was really, really good. And it was cafeteria style? And it was cafeteria style, okay. all you can eat. All right. Um, going back to the New Jersey Hall of Fame. <laughs> all right, yeah. Yes. Uh, so, and, and this does tie in with food, though. Peter Cancro, uh, I think is how you say his name, was a Point Pleasant native. He's the guy who founded Jersey Mike's Subs ah. in 1956, by the way. I ah. didn't realize Jersey Mike's has been around that long. And they had Danny no DeVito idea. as a spokesperson. Yes, yep. they do. Yep. Uh, they have nearly 2,000 franchise locations in the U.S., Canada, and Mexico. Uh, and so he is up for uh, it, uh, entry into the New Jersey Hall of Fame. Other enterprise and business nominees include George Clooney. George Clooney's from Jersey? A Clio Award-winning creative. Uh, uh, yeah, what? it says here. Uh, I don't know. Clio Award is advertising. Yeah, I don't know why. Maybe that's not the same George Clooney. Uh, maybe. No train of Stasio, huh? Not well. He may already be in there, Case. I don't uh, know. This is just this year's nominee. Get off his back. Uh, Janice Huff, chief meteorologist at WNBC. Uh, Dennis Morrison, former president and CEO of Campbell Soup Company. Daddy, and that would be around here. Yeah, or, you know, Camden. Another Morrison. I didn't know that. So I don't know who a lot of these people are, but they are uh, apparently pretty move, big time movers and shakers in New Jersey. I thought that was kind of interesting. So the uh, nominations are happening now. I bet they have blue checks. They go through Friday, May 19th, and members of the public can vote uh, for up to 10 of the 50 <laughs> nominees. And I don't know. We can't vote, I, though, right? I don't know where you can do it. Would you, well, have, to be a, a, would you have to be a Jersey I would think so. citizen, right? I don't know. You don't need a carpetbagger coming Mem- in. and Members of the public. So right. it might be not just New Jerseyans. By the way, there's a Hosses in Pottsville and one in York, PA. Huh. I believe those are the closest All to the right. radio station. Potsville. So we can have a mixer there. Next. <laughs> okay. Bosses. Everyone gets a Kenny Rogers figure eight. That's right. <laughs> well, you have to use the claw, claw machine to get it. <laughs> we'll, we'll pull some string. <laughs> All right. I did notice. I know we don't have a lot of time, but I did notice a couple of things. Uh, how about this? I noticed this story that happened over the weekend. Uh, Is it about Dick Button? No, it's not about Dick Button. It's about vagina zipper. <laughs> No, a fire erupted Saturday night during Disneyland's Fantasmic Fireworks and Light Show. I saw this. Uh, forcing throngs of stunned fans to evacuate the area. Preston, initially, I wonder how many people thought it was part of the presentation. Well, so yeah. the Fantasmic Show, which I've seen in Florida, not right. in, in uh, California, uses fire. Right. It, it, it's, it's this water and fire show. It's actually pretty damn cool, I thought. Uh, so they use a lot of... Um, you know, I guess propane to do these really big, right. fu- you know, flame blooms. You're raving about it. Uh, and although the flames erupting from a 45-foot-tall animatronic dragon were dramatic, the Anaheim Fire Department said no injuries were reported. Uh, according to Disneyland, wait, uh, this is a, well, this is a person who was there. Uh, no, video, <laughs> video producer uh, said it was a giant, big, giant fireball, and then they began pushing people out. Uh, and, uh, they're standing over there and I saw the whole thing. Uh, they estimated that about a thousand park guests had packed the area to watch the spectacular, which normally features digital flames, colored fountains and pyrotechnics images and videos shared on social media showed actual flames shooting up over the park. Wow. So this is a fire breathing dragon. Yeah. And so as it's burning outside, it is, it is shooting out fire as well. So it's, it's pretty amazing looking. Yeah, and you would think if you're watching, wow, yeah, totally. Ooh. The whole place oh, is burning dang. down. That's, that's bold. <laughs> Do you know that Disney, I believe, now this is a, a special that I saw years ago, and it's um, Epcot in, in uh, 
Florida uses more pyrotechnics per year, like tenfold, like by by and far more than any place in the world. Well, they do a fireworks show every every night, night. there and there. an elaborate one year round, yeah, year and round. it's a big one. And so much so that the way that they launch them, uh, it's it's cheaper that for them to use. Um, Air compression. Yeah. So rather than, you know, a, an explosion to shoot the... Uh, um, mortar. Uh, the mortar up. Right. Uh, they use compressed air. That makes yeah. more sense, yeah. And uh, and they shoot it up. And I, I've never seen the... the I have. I've, not the Epcot one. I've seen the um, Magic, Magic Kingdom. Kingdom display, but I've never seen the Epcot, Epcot one. has giant fireballs, kind of like uh, Celebration Fireworks has. They yeah. Have, yeah. I mean, and, and it goes off, you know, in, in Epcot they have that giant lagoon in the middle uh, and that's where they're shot off from, from the middle of that lagoon. Okay. So saying 45 to $50 million annually? Wow. <laughs> that's, insane. that's insane. $50 million a year on fireworks, on just fireworks. From I, all of Disney World, though. God, that's crazy. <laughs> you that's love insane. them, though. I mean, yeah. you know, when great. Our, our display this year. Oh, uh, from Celebration? Celebration at just. At the Camp Out for Hunger. Killed it. Was incredible. And you know what they do now? They do drone shows. I know. And from what I understand, where the Camp Out for Hunger is, we can't do drone shows because we're too close to the airport. Too close to the airport. Now, we should at least try. Somewhere else. Right. That we Somewhere. Can, that what we, if we can have Celebration do a drone show because those, I've never seen, I know you've horses. seen them in person. Oh, yeah, I saw At horses. <laughs> do it at horses. <laughs> I've never seen one in person. I've seen the videos. They look incredible, yeah. but I want to be able to look up and go, oh my God. Well, they did them at the Art Museum this year for the Eagles and those yeah. were really cool. And then I saw them for Dave Matthews Band out of the Gorge uh, last summer and that was amazing. I was just wondering like, if we could do it over over the ballpark or something like that. Like, aren't there zones around where we are down I think they can make special, uh, special accommodations. I don't know. I'm just talking out my ass. You know that they can be so precise. I think, Marissa, you were telling us that they can create a QR code using yeah. drones yes. yeah. that is readable. That's yeah. insane. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Wow. It's amazing. That is amazing. So, anyhow. Thank we'll, you, Hoss. We'll ask him. <laughs> what does Hoss have to Hoss do Hoss was this? the technical guy on Bonanza. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, I'm kind of working uh, on some flying machines. He was the tech guy <laughs> on Bonanza. <laughs> yeah, you, th- you thought he was just like the big goofball, the big muscle. Hoss. Yeah. Um, I said Bonanza's the restaurant earlier, but I, I think I meant Ponderosa. Yeah. No, there were Bonanza's as well. Bonanza there were Bonanza restaurants as well. Yes, there were. I remember Ponderosa. Yeah, I remember that. There was Ponderosa. Bonanza, Bonanza sounded familiar, so. What is it? Was Bonanza set? In Ponderosa, the TV show. So the Ponderosa was where Bonanza was set, and then there was right. another similar uh, TV-based restaurant like that called Thirty Something. Oh, <laughs> okay. okay. All right, I've been All told right. we have to wrap up. I apologize, but we need to stop noticing. I need you to stop noticing and listen and listen to me. The noticer must leave now. That is true. Uh, the reason being is because we've got money and tickets to give away, courtesy of the uh, MMR concert cast. So I don't want you to miss out on that opportunity. Yes, there so were <laughs> let's take a break and come back in a moment. The bizarre file is on the way as well. So make sure that you do stay with us. I need you to stop talking okay. and listen to me. Thank you. Bill. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Don't you hate it when some jerk on the radio says, hey, Alexa, open MMR. Uh, did it work? No? Okay. Well, maybe, hey, Alexa, wake me up to WMMR every day at 6 a.m. And if that didn't work, just know that you can do that anytime yourself. You're welcome. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. 
on on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Listen up. Some amazing news from our friends at Window Nation. You can modernize and reinvest in your home today with new windows from Window Nation with their best deal. It's 0% interest for five full years. Plus, get two windows free with every two you buy. It's a double deal. You'll get more comfort, lower energy bills, higher home value, and jealous neighbors. All with impeccable construction and expert installation. Call today, 866-90NATION, or visit windownation.com. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you this morning, me. (laughs) You mean more to me than anything. Uh, Brought to you this morning by Pro Team Collision, your certified collision repair center. If you get into an accident, Pro Team Collision is there for you and all of your auto body repair needs. All right, I got some great stories for you. We're going to start with this. A little bit messed up, man. A Florida woman alleges in a federal lawsuit filed Wednesday that her husband died aboard a cruise ship in the Caribbean and the luxury liner's staff failed to properly preserve body, robbing his loved ones of an open cast. Oh, funeral. no. Yes. Oh, uh, it was like it rotted up? Yep. Marilyn oh, Jones, who was 78. It kind of looked like this. Uh, set sail aboard the Celebrity Equinox in Fort Lauderdale with her husband of 55 years, Robert Jones, who was 79. The ocean liner was scheduled for an eight-day excursion. After two days on the cruise, the vacation turned somber. Robert Jones died from a heart attack. Now, following her husband's death, Marilyn Jones was told that she had the option of preserving her husband's body in the cruise ship morgue for the next six days until the boat docked in Fort Lauderdale. The suit also alleged that Jones was dissuaded from taking her husband's body off the cruise ship in San Juan when she was cautioned that the coroner's office there could take possession of the body and perform an autopsy before releasing it to a funeral home. The ship's staff also cautioned her that if she stayed in Puerto Rico, she would be responsible for securing travel back home for her husband, for her and her late husband. So the staff warnings about leaving the ship with her husband's body in Puerto Rico didn't leave her much choice, the suit alleges. When the Equinox docked in Florida, after nearly a week since her husband's passing, a worker with a funeral home and a deputy with a local sheriff's office arrived to handle the body. But Robert Jones's body was not in the ship's morgue. Instead, it was moved to a cooler on a different floor. <laughs> the cooler, the suit says was not cold enough to preserve the body, which was in a state of severe decomposition. Holy Christ. In the cooler, Jones' body was not on a bed or medical table. Instead, it was laying on a bag. Of chips. A, no, on a pallet on the floor. Oh, man. Uh, the ship should have been equipped to handle a death, the suit says, citing heart attacks and cardiac incidents as the leading cause of death among passengers on its ships. So, I mean, you know, listen, they they were probably right about, you know, her having to get off the boat with the body and having all that happen. But what they didn't do is they didn't store the body properly and they should have adequate uh, facilities for that. Here's what we can do. We can fill in his cheeks with mashed potatoes and use a little rouge on top of (laughs) it. Oh, my God. 
Uh, the Jones family seeks a jury trial and damages of at least a million dollars. They're going to get it. According to yeah. the suit. Okay. This is a very interesting story. Organizations in Wisconsin are asking for the public's help after a, a help after a weather phenomenon is causing loons to fall out of the sky. Okay. There have been multiple the hell is that? There have been multiple calls about loons on land and small ponds and the group says it appears that they're phenomenon. <laughs> What the hell is that, you old bitch? What did you screw up now? Loons are falling from the sky, Norman. Jesus Christ. Uh, the group says it appears that there is a loon fallout happening. Where's my gun? A loon fallout reportedly happens when atmosp- Fallout loon, the new band. Atmospheric conditions <laughs> cause... <laughs> cause migrating loons to develop ice on their body as they fly at high, high altitude. Wow. This then causes the loons to crash land. Is it romantic, Norman, watching the falling loons? You're straight out of your mind, you crazy bitch. (laughs) Because they're not able to fly due to the weight of the ice on their body. The ice can also interfere with the loon's flight ability. Experts say that the current... Why do you think that happens, Norman? I want to strangle you. (laughs) Experts say that the current ice and rain and unstable air currents are a perfect setup for this phenomenon to happen. It's an amazing thing. It's something that would bring down a, a plane or something that, you know, ice on the wings is bringing down living animals. Yep. There could be other areas involved as well. Here's something I did not know. Loons are not able to walk, which is why groups That's are... That's why they're always on bicycles. Which is why groups are asking for residents to help. Anyone... Loon- who comes across a loon on land is asked to call uh, R-E-G-I, Reggie, I guess they call it, Loon Rescue. Yeah, Reggie. Uh, for their local wildlife center for advice. Officials pleaded to not take loons to small ponds for release. They reportedly need a quarter mile or more of open water to run across and to get airborne. Oh this God. is insane. I had no idea. Well, so we're watching one attempt. To, it's kind of like hob, you know, hobbling yeah, along. It doesn't. It uh, can't lift its body up. Their, their balance is not is such that it looks like their their feet are at the very back of their body, and they can't. It's the goddamnedest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> What kind I, of practical jokes did God play with this thing? I never knew this about loons. Loons also have sharp beaks and use said beaks for defense. And officials said you can cover them with a blanket and to contain them. Uh, when it comes to transporting, officials said that you can use a Rubbermaid container with air holes in the top. Towels should be placed at the bottom of the container or box to help prevent injury. Uh, Reggie is asking anyone who sees a grounded loon to take photos and videos of the bird and send them in. Here's another fun fact. Lake trout fart out their eyes. Wow. So we're watching it in flight or starting to fly. Yeah, they kind of run on the water as they flap, but they need a quarter mile. (laughs) That's crazy. To get airborne. Now, once they get airborne, they can fly at high altitude, but then they get ice on them and then they crash to the ground. I've never heard anything like this. They're they're amazing animals. They're beautiful, and they uh, they're and the sounds. sound. Yes, Norman. Norman, isn't that a? I hate it. I hate you and them and everything. And I hate my daughter. He's just bitter. Just not a happy guy. Nope. Just, just wanted you to promise me if I wander out into the woods again, let me die. <laughs> Who 
was Loon Day? Was that on our show? Yeah. yeah. It was okay. a day that's happy between Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Was that a, around the same time as Farch? <laughs> I think so. Okay. Yeah, we're, when we tried to improve the calendar, right, yeah, we, and yet we were laughed at. We, <laughs> all right. I have another story for you. Oh, all right. I think you guys will find this interesting. A Colorado school bus driver faces 30 counts of child abuse oh, after he braked hard in an attempt to teach students on the bus a lesson. Saw this. Brian Fitzgerald had recently started driving for the Douglas County School District when the incident occurred. In camera footage from inside the bus, a driver can be heard telling Castle Rock Elementary School students to be in their seats before saying, you guys want to see how dangerous that is? And the students are then seen being thrown against the seats in front of them after the driver appeared to abruptly hit the brakes while driving around nine miles per hour. Nine miles per hour doesn't sound like much, but if you slam on the brakes at yeah, nine, yeah, yeah. it's a lot. <laughs> I This happened to me. In elementary school, with the, I clearly remember with kids running back and forth, but the guy tapped, tapped wow. the brakes so just to, just to give you a little nudge. Yeah. Uh, in this video, a lot of the kids just careened into the chairs in front yeah. of him. He said, "Did you get that? And yeah. that's why you need to be in your seat. Turn around and sit down properly." Uh, the surprised students can be heard saying, "Why would he do that?" and asking each other if they're okay. One student can be What's seen. What's wrong with you? Talking on a cell phone and calling someone to report what happened, saying the bus driver hit the brakes and somebody got hurt so badly and is bleeding on the cheek. Oh! Later, the bus camera video <laughs> captures the driver telling a parent that he is a substitute bus driver <laughs> and that he was trying to get them to sit in their seats. Uh, he said, I was coming to a stop and I hit the brakes hard because if they weren't, they were not listening. So I'm sorry if she got hurt. I'm going to do a J-turn. In a letter to the school district. <laughs> All right. All right. You want to see? Uh, Fitzgerald apologized for his actions and expressed concerns about what he described as a repetitive historical pattern of improper student management on the bus that he was driving that day. Uh, he had just finished his training days before the incident. Should have killed him. Uh, he had previously only driven special education bus students before being asked to fill in on the route. So he drives the special special education bus, but he can't handle yeah. a regular bus filled with kids? And uh, drive a general education bus for the first time uh, when this happened. So he's in a bit of some trouble there. I had a really good, uh, besides that crazy bus driver I had for that one time, the, uh, the, I had another bus driver that got, took me for ice cream and oh. made love to me. And made love, wow. That's <laughs> uh, terrifying. Uh, and illegal. I'll turn this damn bus around. <laughs> That'll end your precious little field trip pretty damn quick, huh? What is that from? <laughs> Billy Madison. Madison. Okay. <laughs> All right, and there you go. That is what I have for you in the bizarre phone. All right, how much time left here? Uh, about three, three minutes. minutes. Three minutes for you to enter the word tune, T-U-N-E. And you need to do that now because we have $1,000. And we have two tickets to the MMRBQ Saturday, September 16th. So we want to make sure that you do get your shot at getting that. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. A little bit later on, we are going to have an MMRBQ band on Larkin Poe. Yeah. Rebecca and Megan will be joining us around 9 o'clock via Zoom. So we're looking forward to talking to them. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us, please. 93.3 WMMR presents... Concert Cash. Your shot to win $1,000 cash five times a day. Plus, tickets to MMRBQ this September. Weekdays at 8 a.m., 10, and noon. Then, 3 and 5 p.m. Listen for the Concert Cash ticket window. Get the keyword. Enter it at WMMR.com or on the MMR app. You can also text it to 45911. Each winner from MMR gets a grand in cash. And two tickets to MMRBQ in September. See official rules at WMMR.com. 
It's Concert Cash. Sponsored by Meineke. Tires, brakes, batteries, and more. Doing car care right. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Real quick, I'd like to pass along a couple of uh, emails that I got uh, that I thought were interesting or fun or some shard-outs, and some come with gifts, too. Wow, so it's, it's, it's you're opening up the mailbox. I am. There's there's several <laughs> things here. Uh, this one says, this is from uh, Amy Mark, who is from Moorestown, New Jersey. This is mainly for you and Casey, by the way, Steve. What do we do? It says, hey, Preston, I came across something really, I uh, came across something recently that made me laugh out loud and uh, think of you all, so I thought I would share. My family and I were recently in northern France for spring break, and uh, one evening I flipped on the TV and I saw a commercial uh, for the equivalent of the Safe Light Glass Repair Company in <laughs> Europe. The same Safe Light Repair, Safe Light Replace jingle was used, huh. but it was just all in French. Huh. And we it have to made look for that. me laugh out loud. Thinking of the River Valley Vocal Band performing the Safe Light Repair jingle in other languages. Should we do one? Well, let's do Merci Beaucoup. Well, <laughs> Merci Beaucoup. Merci your face. Okay. Merci your face? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Ready? Three, two, one. Merci beaucoup. Merci your face. It's done. It's really good. That was one of the better harmonies. Thank you. Thank you. I try to go down. You know, you listen, you watch the Beatles. They did it the best. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and by the way, and I didn't see this link that Amy sent along. It says, here's a compilation of the jingle in multiple languages I've for you guys to enjoy. Really? Yeah. you seen it? Yeah. Okay. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it with my eyes. <laughs> Can we get... Let, let me ask you something. Can we get it a, an audio clip? <laughs> yeah, it's probably on YouTube. I think Marissa's probably working on it as we speak. Uh, she says, thanks for always making me laugh and bringing joy to our lives. Can you guys do that one more time? Okay. Three, <laughs> two... One. Merci beaucoup. Merci your face. <laughs> Merci your face needs to be a yeah. t-shirt. Thank your face. Merci your face. Thank your face. <laughs> Thank you. I'm very proud of my face. <laughs> and you are very courteous. I need my windshield replaced. So thank you, Amy. I'm at the croissant eating contest. Uh, Do you think in the, in the parks of France they have like instead of pie eating, they're eating like you know thick thick uh, croissants, right. yeah. all sorts of wonderful pastries? Dude, probably. Speaking of which, I saw on uh, Instagram yesterday. Normally, when you make a croissant sandwich, yeah. you cut that crap in half and and stuff it. Dude, this person mashed the croissant and then used one croissant per side. Oh, uh, you know what I'm saying? As a as a sandwich piece, mm-hmm. bread. Yes. Uh, but, nice but, piece bread. Nice piece bread. <laughs> but one of the things I like about the croissant <laughs> is its um, airiness. You know, yeah. it's like uh, airy when, when you bite it into it. And if you were to smash it, mm, I don't mm. know. Uh, it might take a little from the texture. I'm sure it tastes great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure it butter. does. All right. Uh, here's another email, and this says, "Hey, bitches." Hey, what? Uh, sorry to bother you at work, but I'm sending along a picture of the worst fate ever hmm. of my favorite mug. And as you can see, oh, it yeah. met a horrible death on Saturday morning. Now, I didn't, I didn't get to. Oh, I couldn't open the picture. I had a trouble with. Did you see it? I yeah. did. Uh, it says, it "Was a good morning it mug?" It was. Oh, oh man. And so this is from uh, Christy Largent. She says. Will you ever consider bringing back limited releases of mugs like the Good Morning It or the No Sad Bro mug? Thanks for your thanks for considering. This is something to consider. Th- I didn't know that they weren't available anymore. Well, I think it's they were on a limited basis. You know, we're getting okay. asked for a lot these days. We had mentioned the, our, our bobbleheads, where you look like Joey Fatone and yeah. I look like a serial killer. Yeah, people want people want those, and I would, I'd love to. You know, do, then those were done through the wings, right? 
Yes, the Philadelphia Wings right. did that. So right. I don't think we have uh, any we can order them to do it. way on that. But the coffee mugs we should be able to do. Yeah. And now we should do a Merci Your Face coffee <laughs> mug. Merci Your Face. One more time. Okay. Three, two, one. Merci beaucoup. Merci Your Face. I, I think, think just, you're singing in unison now. I yeah. think that's good, though. I think. Um, All right. Know, is that, is that we better? need to practice off air. All right. Here we go. Listen, this is Safe Flight Jingling okay. French. Here we go. <laughs> okay. Um, what are they saying there? <laughs> Something about your your place. I don't know. I took a dump at your place. It should be Safe Flight Repair or Safe Flight Replace. Yeah. Is it replace that like, they're I saying? I don't think so. Oh. Is it merci your face? It is. Merci your face. Play it again one right. more time. All right. Casey, okay. from the top, please. Wait, what are, are you doing your face? Okay. Casey, can you Play re- it rewind out. it to oh, the oh. beginning, please? I Thank thought you. you wanted me no, to it, sing it from the no, top. No, <laughs> but bad, I do. My bad. So we're going to do, you play that, <laughs> and we'll do Smash or Trash, the, the French version or our version. Okay. okay. I'll play this, and then you guys do yours. Here we go. Amateurs. Amateurs. All right. Three, two, one. Merci beaucoup. Merci your face. By the way, I have not been on on the rock shop in Forebs. Yeah. Uh, I don't see the uh, the coffee mug that she's asking about, but did you know that we have wall clocks available? I did not know that. I know. We have a... I know we had humidors. Saved by the rock wall clock. We have a Bam Bam Rocks the Wall Clock, a Long Strange Trip wall clock, Preston and Steve Liberty Bell wall clock. I didn't know that. What? I I need a Preston and Steve Liberty Bell shirt and a Connoisseur shirt. I don't have those. I need to get those. And then there's a bunch of mugs, but there's no... yeah, there's no uh, good morning, uh, it. Good morning it mug. Yep. Okay. Like Lots some, of stuff on the rock shop. Though. There's a Liberty Bell one, uh, Preston and Steve. That was, that's pretty cool. I like that. It's yeah, got MMR. That, that was my logo idea. Oh, was it? Uh, yeah, I, I wanted like that. something that really... And you didn't even have one? That really said Philadelphia. No, I it's don't. It's like Ray Kroc never eating a hamburger. Yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, that was me and Marissa kind of kicked that around, like and that. Uh, uh, she helped me out uh, in the actual creation that's of it. damn good shirts. We still have the, uh, what's the, Carpe Banana, but lower uh, down there, the uh, the Dracula one. I got scared because Dracula. I, I was scared because of Dracula. No. <laughs> All right, well, anyway, Christy, we'll look into it. Uh, we have a meeting today, hopefully not, yeah. um, <laughs> that I can mention that. Still on yeah. vacation. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's right. Yes. Merci beaucoup. Merci your face. All right, uh, this is a shout out. And then uh, one more after this. Uh, I got this last week. This is from Matt. Uh, Keller, and he said, just wanted to get a shout-out for the Downingtown West Indoor Guard. So my son used to do uh, uh, color guard uh, awesome. for high school. Yeah, uh, And he said, we just returned from Dayton, Ohio for the WGI World Championships this past week. And although we didn't fulfill all of our goals, we did play 60th out of 121 teams from across the country and were the top team in Pennsylvania. Not bad for our first trip to Dayton. Yes. Uh, P.S. AMP Indoor Guard from Camden, New Jersey, was the top draw of all groups Saturday night, and they blew the roof off the arena as usual. And um, by the way, uh, he, uh, Matt is one of the prop builders, and so they bring out all these things for this, these guard uh, presentations. And he had apparently a uh, a seventy percent scale replica of Amelia Earhart's plane that he built. Oh, it's huge. And they would pe- drag that thing around and piece it together and put it up at their shows. What was wow. the name of her plane again? Um, it was a Zephyr, wasn't it? I think that might have been it. I'm not 100% sure. I think it was Mercier Face. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Nick, if you wouldn't mind looking up. The Spirit up. of Safe Light Repair. Amelia Earhart's aircraft. I'm sure they mentioned a lot of aircraft in the Wikipedia article. But, oh, but the one that she flew and... Uh, crashed? And, yeah. Was, well, we don't know. Or she's she still up there somewhere. I don't it's know. It's goop. Uh, by the way, uh, Matt Keller said, prop builder, driver for Downingtown West, bands of guard. So here you go. Thank you. Bands and guard, not bands of guard. I am bands of God. All right, and then another one, and Nick will look up that information. We'll get to it in a moment when you find it. But uh, this is from Jim Edwards. He says, hey, guys, uh, wanted to send you something I made this weekend for you folks. Uh, and I would like it to be a surprise, but I figured I should reach out uh, in advance because, uh, well, it needs some explaining. So this was sent to Nick. He said, first, I just learned about the Museum of Sharts and Crafts. Yes. Uh, when you guys were talking about the hurling stick, and then y'all went into dragons. Well, so we, so we, have, we have this, I have a shelf in the office where uh, people send us their listener-created uh, Preston and Steve things, and I've... I've Place them up for display. I know that Marissa's on all this stuff, so I'm sure there's some some representation on the on the web page of the museum. So I don't know if there is yet. Oh, okay. I've been letting it build a because little there's bit. a lot there yeah. right now. Yeah. Uh, so and I need to I need even to even pay guards to sit there. Uh, so anyhow, he said I'm a prosthetics technician by trade. 3D printing is slowly making its way into the field, and I have taken it upon myself to learn 3D printing. I'm getting pretty good at it. Just recently had a crazy idea to print a bag. Someone was kind enough to scan a Taco Bell bag, and then a few years back, I started using VR to create 3D models. And he goes on to talk about how he made a, a poop emoji. This stuff is amazing. Uh, I said, so I made one for you fine folks. I also enjoyed the conversation about the dragon debate. I also print lots of dragons, included one for you, Nick, to share with your fiance. And if you and your girl decide that it isn't for you, pay it forward to someone so that it will put a smile on the face. I have included some pictures for your review or further. I am including the print files, uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, with your approval, I will send it to share to the President Steve show. Uh, and also, he said he has direct interaction with the show because he was the last person to get a President Steve tattoo in the studio. Oh, wow. um, and he, he wanted us to give a shout out to the Independence Prosthetics and Orthotics in, at uh, Dover Lab Techs. So here's a shout And now I have this, and we haven't opened it yet. So I'm here in the studio with this. Very cool. Uh, this is a 3D printed bag with uh, the President Steve Show uh, logo on the front. Do you know, you remember Richard Curtis now from the classroom is teaching almost primarily 3D printing. Oh, yeah, it's, it's very cool. They're really focusing in on that. So there's something in bubble wrap inside here. I'm going to open it up. All and right. He said he wanted it to be a bit of a surprise. I'm feeling it's probably a dragon because he mentioned the dragon <laughs> thing. So. Oh, wow. um, what's Those are in? actual sounds you're hearing from the studio. These are there's a lot of pieces here. Okay, so the thing you have to build, dude. I hope this thing didn't crumble and fall apart. Uh, oh no! Whoa! I think you have to assemble it. Oh no! Dude. It's oh, it's like uh, a classic Asian Chinese yeah, dragon, a, a serpentine dragon. Yeah, but ancient I Chinese th- dragon. But huh? it's not. Um, it's not rigid. It's, no, uh, it's posable. It's articulated. That is. Bad ass. Yeah, that is Look sensational. That. And then inside here, uh, by the way, it smells like chocolate. That's really weird. Yeah, I thought so too. Um, well, let's oh, eat you it. know why? Why? There's chocolate inside. These are these are poop emojis. I see. And he's got Hershey's Kisses inside. Oh, my God. So he made all these oh, poop cool. emojis as well. Okay, so that's not part of the dragon. Oh, um, that, that dragon is amazing. That's fun too. Unless the wow. dragon poops. Chocolate? chocolate kisses? Is that is that actual Chinese lore? That might be part of the uh, of the dragon's powers. Is there a troll inside the dragon's uh, mouth? Yeah. Uh, let it, me look. It, it poops multiple no. milk balls, Nick. No, there is no troll inside the mouth. So. All right. But this is really cool because it's... Hold um, it up again. Hang on. Marissa's getting video of it right now. So isn't that cool? All right. So let me hold this. I want to get a 3D printer right now. <laughs> I'll right. be back. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It looks beautiful. I love that. 
Thank you very much, Jim. Uh, we'll hey. put that in the shorts and crafts display. Uh, it doesn't say Preston and Steve on it, but we'll know what that is. <laughs> Come on, man. But the bag, bag does, does, which is good, yes. Steve, we purchased a 3D printer because Jace really got into it for yeah. a little while. And basically, if they're not compatible, or at least the one we got, with uh, Apple products. And so we ended up having to return it. Uh, it but it, it was such a pain because he, he really enjoyed because he, really he did it at school. Yeah. Well, now they're, they're more available. So we'll, all different kinds of ones that will. A lot of the files are not Mac compatible, but they're, they're getting there. I didn't right. know that when I um, well, No one knew it. <laughs> to double back, the plane that Amelia Earhart was flying was a Lockheed Electra 10E NR16020. Okay. So there you go. And it that was the official it. name. I, what I, a romantic name. Yeah. I guess that was the official name of Isn't it. Isn't it bad luck to not name your plane? Uh, I know it's bad luck to have a boat without a name. They got to name them Jenny. Yeah, that's right. I know to have a horse with no name uh, makes you an America song. No, this I don't think planes have names. They have numbers, tail well, numbers. Like in World War II, no, they no, do. No, yeah, yeah, like, Gay. 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 Well, no, but I'm saying not all, not all, like a boat. Spirit the Memphis Bell? Yeah, those were bombers. Maybe it was tradition to do bombers. I don't know about uh, fighter planes or anything like that. Dick Button? Dick Button. All right, so anyhow, uh, thank you for those. Uh, oh, what is this? Safe oh, Flight from Around the World. More Safe Flight jingles <laughs> from Around the World. Here we go. Is it kind of wild that a jingle like that is is ecumenical? As they say, there's another one. Speedy glass repair. Speedy glass replace. Well, that's actually a little glass repair. Speedy glass replace. So that a different product name. Do you think we could do that that pacing with uh, our French version? No. Okay. You don't need to. It's it's syllably syllabolic is why they're doing it so quickly. Here's another. We have a bunch of these. I still think we're the I best. don't know what these languages are. No, that's completely off the charts. All right. Uh. <laughs> oh, okay. It's a they're, lot there. They're cycling through them here on the screen. Okay. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah, funky. Yes. I like that. Smith and Smith Replays. Smith and Smith Replays. That's in English, but I don't know what they were saying. Who deferred to hire us? Big nice and leg and play. Car glass is a uh, popular one. It sure is. Car glass. Car glass Car glass repara. Oh, that's nice my roll. favorite. That's my favorite. You want to hear it again? Yeah. yeah back right. that one. One more. Little, uh, little it was more? a two-parter. Yeah. Uh, okay. Right, right there. Car glass cambia. Car glass repara. Car glass scum. Yeah. <laughs> repara. Car glass repara. Car Auto glass repair, auto glass replace. Auto glass repair, auto glass replace. And then the final one. Safe light repair, safe light replace. That's the, the one we know. No, the be- the new best is Merci beaucoup. <laughs> yeah. Merci your face. Merci your face. Mm-hmm. 
The fish. All right. Uh, we have a couple more minutes left before we do have to take a break and get ready for Larkin Poe. joining us around nine. Do we want to talk about um, yes, we have see this weekend? Oh, man. Yeah, big, for, well, big to do at the uh, foster household. Yeah. So uh, my daughter had her junior prom and uh, that was on Friday night. And at some point, uh, our house got nominated to have everybody over for pictures. And so we had to uh, get our house ready. Because we were going to have all these people at our house. So, our, our, you know, and so we had to do everything inside and outside to, you know, if it was raining, you got to do all the pictures inside, yeah, you sure. know. And so if it's nice, you got to do all the pictures outside. I'm not familiar with, is this a, a thing now where, where the, there'll be large groups that'll congregate at one house for the pictures? Oh, it's not now. Yeah. There's a picture that you guys posted of me at my um, prom. Okay. And we were all outside. Of, we went to one person's house. One predetermined and, house. Yeah, okay. So all right. I didn't know that. Happening yeah. for a while. We did that uh, back when Carter was uh, in middle school, I think, as well. Yeah. I, I, that's, I, I just started working for Safelight at that point. Right. Yeah. So yeah. you were, yeah. yeah. You're you out were of the busy. Loop. Yeah. I was busy. Yeah. You were busy. Yeah. yeah. But, like, seriously, like, the last three weeks were spent getting the house ready. Like, we were on vacation, um, what was that, uh, right before Easter, right? Yeah. So the, the week before Easter is when I started, like, painting um, floorboards because there was one part of our floorboard when Reggie was a puppy uh, that was his chewing toy. It was like, literally yeah. the corner of the of the floorboard <laughs> where, kind of funny. and yeah, and it was like, <laughs> so I had to like fix that up. Uh, you, all the minutiae you're taking care of. Yeah. Uh, I mean, shampooing carpets, painting things, uh, sanding things. Outside, you power washed your house, right? And yeah. uh, I went for a jog the other day, and I saw two houses in the same neighborhood power washing their house. And I'm like, they got to be having kids over. <laughs> so we have stucco. So I, I power washed what I could, right? So I power washed our, our front walkway and uh, the, the front stoop. And some is. other things, right? But the we have stucco on our house. So the the front of our house is all brick and then stucco around the rest. And the stucco gets, like, stained. Yep. And I don't have the right uh, power washing Dead equipment yeah. because you can you can tear that stuff up really quick. So uh, Super speedy stained stucco removal. <laughs> so we had a guy come out over on Thursday. This guy, uh, uh, Mike Donahue, and he's a friend of ours from the parish, and, and he... he uh, him and another guy. I mean, they were up on the roof. They, uh, I, I'll show you the before and after photos so you, you, of what. The, and then also our flower beds. We and I saw my neighbor like a couple of nights before the the pictures, and I was like, Jerry, I'm so sorry about the way our house looked for the last like month or so, but we couldn't do the stuff to the outside too early. We Who wanted everything. <laughs> we wanted everything to look. <laughs> fresh and perfect for that night. So, like, literally, my buddy Steve, he's a, um, uh, he's a landscaper. He came over, and he cleared out the flower beds and laid down, like, you know, the, the weed tarp. You got to make it elaborate, uh, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you, you, and I remember you were you were slaving on this for the whole week. Yeah. So well, No, no, for three weeks. And you had, well, yep. so you yeah. had good weather. We had great weather. How did it turn out? Well, the only problem was the, the weather was so great that where we wanted the pictures to ha- happen, the sun was directly in everybody's <laughs> eyes. So we actually had to move people down a little bit uh, in our yard. And technically, that part of the yard is where all the dogs go poopies. Should have gone over to Jerry's house. Uh, no. Well, we should do Jerry's landscaping is great. Uh, and then my I, neighbor. I, I know you think we're friends or something, but we're not. <laughs> Dick Clark, my next-door neighbor, his yard is really great. We could have done it in his yard if we wanted to. But luckily, we cleared out all the front yard, all the poop out of the front yard. Could you imagine, like, you have a woman, a girl yeah. in, her, in her high heels? Yep. Yeah, stepping in a huge turd. Yeah. 
Um, but l- listen, everybody came over like five. So between five and six thirty is when everybody came over. How many people? Uh, okay, so it was twenty four students. Wow, and their parents. Wow. So, wow. Did you have, like, refreshments or things? Yeah, yeah. By the way, so, the, the girls in their uh, heels, was was the ground firm or did... It they, was firm enough, okay. yeah. Right, I didn't, nobody was in, like, um, straight up, like, stilettos or nothing yeah. like that. But, right. uh, yeah. And, so, and, like, yeah, we had to get, like, beer and wine and White Claws and soda. And, and what did the adults have? And then, <laughs> so that was for the kids. <laughs> And then the adults, we have water and, you know, Diet Coke Juice and stuff like that. No, but, like, then we went to, like, Primo's and, you know, all that stuff and had, like, a nice little spread of food. And I didn't realize that, they, that it went to that level. Well, know. it doesn't always have to. Like, so my, I can't remember what the freak I did for my junior prom, but my, my senior prom, yeah. it was just me and my buddy John and our dates. And because uh, we, we had, a, we had a, a Rolls Royce. There was only room for four right, of us right. in the Rolls Royce. These guys had a, a limo bus, right? So it fit everybody on this this limo bus and you know so that's why everybody was at our house but uh, i mean i think i was thinking of the conehead scene where he comes over to get the picture taken you know with the, the, the <laughs> yes, <you> know, yeah. <laughs> burns his face but yeah but well, that's cool man that you did that but so. you stress over this stuff and you want people to think that this is how you actually live and <laughs> you know wait did you guys take the photos uh or did what? you have a photographer no <clears throat> We probably should have gotten a photographer. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, you, you spent no, so much time sprucing up the house. I wasn't sure if you hired a photographer. Well, it's funny. It. I took the photos with my cell phone because my phone is better and newer than, than my wife's. But we also have a camera. And I was like, hey, why don't we just use this camera? She's yeah. like, no, use your phone. I'm like, yeah, but we have like an XLR thingy. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, we used our, our phone. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, so the, the house was... <laughs> You stress over all this stuff, right? And, like, it's it's Thursday, right? And I right. see Seamus is sitting on the couch eating cheese curls. And I'm like, bro, I'm like, I just want to, like, I'm not, I'm not yelling at you or anything like that. But I'm like, just know that your mother and I have been, like, slaving over this house for the last right. three weeks. So please don't, like, when, when you're done with that bag, don't stick it in the cushions or yeah. whatever you do. Because you should have seen the, some of these things that we found in the couch, behind the couch, under the couch. Like, you really have to send the kids away for, like, a week. And the dogs. So... <laughs> Here's the deal. On Thursday night, as I'm putting things back onto uh, in our on our back deck and the, the the furniture there, I look over to this planter. It's a freaking cheese curl in the planter. <laughs> that a hole put a cheese curl in the planter. Not more than two minutes after I told him, like, dude, please, you know, your mother and I have been like really. Did he really do it to piss you off? It had to be probably. <laughs> he doesn't think those things are seeds, does probably. he? Probably, yeah. So he I'm uh, go to a cheese curl plant. Luckily, his sister dimed him out, and then when he when I told he's like it wasn't me. I go yeah it was because your sister saw you do it, and she told me he goes oh she's such a snitch. I'm like no, you're an a hole. Yeah, like dude, you're a total a hole. Like dude, you have no snitch respect whatsoever. Um, but what, then what age range are we talking about for the um, so juniors? Junior, yeah, yeah. So uh, and there were a couple of seniors in there, but uh, 16, so 16, 17, 17, yeah. 17 those are 40 year old, 16 to 18 years old. All right. But Steve, I'm, I'm shampooing carpets yeah. and then Reggie throws up on two carpets. <laughs> right. Because my mom decides to feed him cherry Cheerios. I'm like, but mom, he doesn't. He's a dog. He doesn't need Cheerios for dinner. And he's like, he goes, you know how dogs are like. <laughs> and then I'm like, no. He's like, Barf! and all over the one carpet. And then he's like, hmm, I'm not done yet. Let me go into another room and, and puke on this oh, carpet. So, yeah, my, my cat Hubert goes on what I call tour. 
He goes on tour, <laughs> and uh, that begins. It like, and it's it's like, and, and I'm coming to your room. Oh my! You know, God. and I'm coming to this room, and we are all virtually all hardwood. Oh my God! But if there's a sock in a room somewhere, yeah, he'll find it. To he'll find on. that and yeah, on yeah. it. But hey, you know I gotta thank uh, your guys uh, the, from Mulchworks. Oh, they're awesome. They're great. They yeah. dr- they dropped. Does it uh, taste good? It does. T- <laughs> well, so I saw you eating it like cereal. I was like, mm, let me try this. Um, they I own a uh, ice skating rink. They do. They do. They yeah. like ice. Field ice or not a half field ice. Uh, ice, ice works. Ice, ice works. That's it. Yeah. Ice works. Mulch works. I think everything is blank works. And they own a Dairy Queen. Yes. Yeah. Dairy Queen yeah. works. How do you yes. branch out from mulch to ice skating and Dairy Queen? Because. <laughs> That's the coolest thing you could do. I guess. You have a place to ice skate and eat ice cream. Yeah, that lake, they've cornered that market. And yeah. by the way, I have a yard and a half uh, of extra mulch because I don't know oh. how to do mulch math. <laughs> right? Mulch math. Right. So yeah. Andrew oh from Mulchworks, I'm texting with him. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know how to do mulch. He's like, just take the take measurements of all your beds that you need. And so I like over measured. And uh, <laughs> how, how much extra mulch do you have? I, I, dude, I'll, I'll show you a picture of it. I <laughs> have a out. giant. Ma- so he tells me he's he, he's like, hey, uh, oh, oh no no my landscaper Steve is like, hey, you got about a yard and a half. Um, of mulch left, and in my mind, I'm like, oh, that's not that bad. I'm like, all right, you're thinking, you're thinking like three feet, yeah, yeah, instead of like a full yard. No, no, I mean, you could go sledding down this thing. That's how big it is. Yeah, yeah, it's gigantic. So, if anybody needs any brown mulch, all right, I'll hook you up for free. We drop it off at my house. No, you got to come and get it okay, yourself. No. <laughs> That's what my my brother was like. Hey, can you bring it? I'm like, no. You just you. I'm giving you free mulch. This mulch is really good. It, it is. really is. Yeah. Well, and so we always. Do you go with the black mulch, the black yes. licorice? All mm-hmm. right. So we always went with that, but this time we ended up going with the brown mulch. I love the way it looks. The reason why we, we stopped using the, the darker is because it, it would when it rained it would it would uh, the dye would run. Right, and that was sort of, and, and like they're you know near any sort of fountain or pool or whatever, it became a problem. But yeah, both are both are great, whatever your choice. But like, I'm just so glad that everything went off without a hitch on on Friday. Like uh, the weather was perfect, the kids were were great, and everybody was really happy. And did you uh, do dad jokes? <laughs> did I do any dad jokes? No. I did wow. not. No, I'm shocked. I mean, you had an audience right there. Yeah. So I'm talking to this one, you know, I'm like basically like that, like I was with the Joe Keery uh, or whatever, yeah. where I, I, I talk myself into a story, yeah, into this corner. Pretzels, pretzels again. I'm like, I'm like, you don't want, and then I, who here likes pretzels? I know, literally, in the middle of what I was saying, I was like, I was like, I'm going to stop talking. I'm like, yeah. you don't want to be talking to a grown up right now. You would re- much rather like hang with your friends. And I, yeah. and I walked away. And that guy actually told my daughter that that I was his hero. Ah, you were his hero yeah. for leaving him alone. No, your I dad obviously has had some sort of head injury. And the fact <laughs> that he's still no, that's awesome. No, that's it's good. This, it's this kid that I saw in the plays that uh, he goes to St. Joe's Prep, and I watched him in, in a couple of different plays, and he was really, really good. His name's Liam, and I'm like, hey, and I'm like, I thought you were really good. And you're a great dad. You're a great dad. You're dialed in. You go to all the things. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that's he knows uh, how to talk to to yeah, kids, absolutely. Too, which is something I am you know not well versed in, like he is. Rap with them, yeah, and give them the four one one that type of thing. <laughs> and then also, know when it's time to like kick l- it to the curb, leave them alone. <laughs> well, listen. Then after that, I spend. I, I know we're moving on here, press. I spend an entire weekend with the the rugby team you know that's these guys hot. are well it's so hot but like these kids don't want to hang out with the adults that are no. their chaperones no. you know what i mean so there's like a balance of like you know be there but then let them be themselves no matter and, how cool you think you're all right you're yeah. not yeah well no you're cool but you're also 47 years old okay. so like you're just at a you know, uh, yeah, a yeah, different yeah, point yeah. and they're like we don't care how it's like adjusting your your bangable age level yeah oh my yeah. god and i have okay. to do that all right 
right. Thanks, uh, well, I'm glad things went well. That's excellent. Well done. Yeah. Right. Hard on we a... need to take a break because Larkin Poe is scheduled to join oh. us in about six minutes. So okay. we're going to come back in a moment, and we are going to talk to uh, both Rebecca and Megan about the MMRBQ coming up in September. And tickets are on sale now. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Looking for fun things to do this weekend? The Arrow Bears weekend calendar has you covered. Shows in town, movies to see, exhibits and specials around the Delaware Valley. Just use keyword weekend calendar at WMMR.com to get the list. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. September 16th, uh, the MMRBQ is taking place. And we have so many great acts that are going to be on board. And I was really delighted when I found out that this band is going to be playing uh, at the festival. They were in town not too long ago at the Brooklyn Bowl. And they are currently uh, promoting their album, Blood Harmony, which came out not that long ago. And we are excited to have Rebecca and Megan Lovell Larkin. Yay! On the show. Good morning. Good morning. Nice to talk to you guys again. Thanks for coming on. (laughs) Oh, man, the pleasure is ours. Thanks for having us. Our pleasure uh, as well. Listen, I'm going to be straight up with you guys. Uh, You are my favorite current band in the world right now. Oh, Lord. I've fallen in love with you guys. And I think part of it was the, the live performance that you guys did here in the studio. And I think that... You guys, uh, you know, sometimes you need to see a band live to really get it. And I'm just blown away by your uh, musical abilities and seeing you guys perform here and pull it off with, you know, virtually uh, just acoustic, you know. Yeah. And, and it was something else. So. And he's not being hyperbolic. He, he will mention you guys all the time. So it's the truth. That that means so much to us, and we so appreciate that. Yeah, and we appreciate the opportunity. You know, we 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 love the relationship with you guys, and so appreciate like allowing us to to come on and, and perform. Like you said, they were the first time ever live on air. Strike gold. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. That was really cool. Uh, so you're you're going to be playing our our festival show uh, in the fall, which is great, and. Uh, uh, you know, looking forward to seeing a full live plugged in set. I wasn't able to go to the the Brooklyn Bowl show here, but uh, one of our producers, Connor, went and he said it was amazing. Do you guys remember that? And did you have a good time here in Philly? Oh yeah, we did. It was a it was a really fun show, um, and we we can't wait to come back. It's gonna it's gonna be a blast. Excellent. I think we'd asked about the last time you were here. Um, the you know that that vibe where you're you're performing with a number of different acts on sort of you know a, a festival type uh, experience, and uh, I think you guys said that it's it's something you really enjoy because you do like that sort of uh, familial sensation of being with other touring musicians. Is is that was that the case, or am I misremembering that? No, no. I think we certainly feel that way. Coming up in the bluegrass scene, where you know, there is a lot of collaboration. There's a lot of jamming. We certainly love that energy that, that can exist between artists on a bill. We have been intrigued that, that it's it's not as prevalent in the rock scene for folks to get up and jam with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you go back to, like, if you're talking about, you know, Grand Old Opry, that was that was it. Everybody's on stage at the same time, you know, playing together. So I could see the roots in, in country and bluegrass lending itself to that. But maybe we'll open up some new traditions here. <laughs> yes, come in, absolutely. Have everybody jamming together. 
one of the things I love about uh, the new album, uh, Blood Harmony, is you guys really do mix a lot of genres in there. And I picked up on uh, some blues, some Delta blues, some rock, some country, some boogie-woogie. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that's uh, that's intermingled in there. And uh, and and so that's that gives a really good flow uh, to the album, I think. And it uh, oh, one of the things I wanted to point out as well, I've noticed a bigger sound uh, in the production of this album versus the last one. Can you tell us about that a little bit? Yeah, well, we we certainly have been a a live band from the ground up. We've been touring for eighteen years now, <laughs> and I think being able to have spent so much time out on the road, we have developed you know, a very strong connection um, as, as like a very stripped back four piece. Like we are, we're able to find a lot of energy in there being just the four of us on stage. And in records past, we'd never leaned into that sparseness and somewhat, you know, unexpectedly when you're willing to, to lean into the sparseness, you actually can get a bigger sound. Like when you're not from our experience, when you're not triple stacking guitars, there's more space for a single guitar to, to really shine and, and be huge. So I think, with with Blood Harmony, we really embraced, you know, being really militant about not double stacking guitars, not layering the background vocals, just letting it being a very authentic representation of of our live sound. And and we were really pleased that it actually did translate into sounding a lot bigger than than our previous albums. Yeah, it's surprising. I know what you're talking about. Even though it's stripped down, but there's a presence to it that's that's really cool. And you guys do let the music breathe. Uh, in some of these songs, especially the opening track and the closing track, are kind of bare, but they sound really big. It's really cool. Did you guys produce this one? Because you produced the last album, right? Yeah, we um, we self produce all our records, and um, this one was was um, co produced also with um, Tyler Bryant, who's um, an incredible yes. musician in his own right. Yeah, how did <laughs> you guys happen to run into him? <laughs> Well, you know, just around the local coffee shop. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> um, Rebecca, I, I wanted to ask you about this. I was uh, spotlighting a couple of songs to Casey here. I told him uh, before the interview, I'm like, because Casey loves um, bands that have great vocals. And so I said, listen to Blood Harmony, you know, the title track, and might as well be me to really get some amazing uh, vocals in there. And while listening to that, honestly, before I even saw the story, um, I was like, man, how... Rebecca can sing these songs night after night, set after set, and not lose her voice. Blows me away. But you did lose your voice recently, right? Ah, oh, it was so disappointing. Yeah, we we flew all the way to Australia and New Zealand, and it was a it was a pretty intense schedule. They had we had booked you know like three and four shows in a row with with not allowing too much time for jet lag because y'all know like when you're out on the road with a band in this capacity, like you're trying to minimize the amount of time that you're right. out. You're trying to like be super economical with the touring. And so we were really gunning for it. And and especially in New Zealand, we were booked, we had booked four shows in a row with four flights every morning. Wow. And so by the fourth show, I was just, I didn't have any gas left in the tank. <laughs> and, and it's, it was really disappointing to have to, to cancel the show, especially when we'd come so far. Mm-hmm. But you know what? You got to, like, respect the biological component of the instrument and be like, all right, well, 
That's all she wrote. We got to just roll with it. Well, when you're taking, uh, listen, even a, a coast-to-coast trip here in the in the States, I mean, that jet, jet lag will catch up with you. And that's one of the, the big things that's kept me from really, I'd love to go to Japan and I'd love to, believe it or not, even though I'm, I'm, I'm sure everything in Australia can kill you, I'd love to visit Australia. But that, that is such a tremendous amount of travel time. And then I think on the other side, you just have to be completely leveled from not, you know, getting real sleep. It's true. And what I find the most interesting, too, and I try not to think about it when we're down there, because um, this is only our second time we've ever been down um, into the Southern Hemisphere to play Australia and New Zealand. But you're completely flipped. So it's almost as if you're waking up at, you know, like 4 or 5 a.m., <laughs> to do your shows. And that's like just, it's a very trippy experience when you're trying to make the vocal instrument like cooperate, but you're asking a lot of your body in doing that. So, so it's it's such a delicate balance and, and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Now, Megan, obviously you throw in uh, harmonies. Um, if your voice gave out, could you guys still get away with pulling off a show? <laughs> I think I'd just uh, take over all of my harmony parts on the slide. Okay. <laughs> and you could do that. You could yeah, probably absolutely. do that. Yeah. Speaking, speaking of the slide, uh, you uh, recently had a collaboration between uh, uh, you and Beard Guitars, right? For a, um, is, is that, I guess, like a signature uh, lap steel that, you're, that you have now? It is. It's a signature lap steel that, that I designed and Beard has been building. And it's just a fantastic instrument. It's um, it's one that I designed to be easier to stand with because lap steel is usually played in the lap. Mm-hmm. And um, I've got to stand with it. So this instrument has been made so it's easier to, to run around the stage. Well, I have to ask, do you, is there some sort of uh, something that you, you wear or like maybe a, a... Because if you're having that thing kind of digging into your pelvis... Uh, you know, I don't know how how much you have it, uh, is or your there, neck, or your neck. Too, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, and, and, do you do you put like a pad or something underneath that? Because after a while, I think it, it could be it's pulled into you, basically. Correct. Yeah, yeah. When I was playing my Rickenbacker, um, it that's a very heavy instrument, and that was beginning to take its toll on my back, um, and so that's really. The, the idea behind making this electroleash instrument a signature guitar of mine um, because it's half the weight. So it it's uh. really not nearly as taxing. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, when I was listening this morning, I was getting Derek Trucks vibe from you. And when I was listening to, uh, you know, the two songs that, that Preston was recommending for me, uh, I wanted to ask you about uh, in 2014, because uh, you're just going through like your, your, your Wikipedia, but like you work with T-Bone Burnett. On the new basement tapes, and and I watched the um, the documentary, and I and I uh, have the 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 album on my iTunes. I, I love the new basement tapes. For those of you guys who don't know, um, T Bone Burnett got a whole bunch of musicians together to basically write songs for lyrics that Bob Dylan never put to music. And I want to ask you guys which songs you were on because uh, it says that you played alongside Marcus Mumford in Kansas City. I think is my favorite song on that album. Are you guys featured on that song or other songs? Yeah, we sang on Kansas City. We sang on, um, what's the Rhiannon and Giddon tunes? You know, it's funny. It's been so long and we've never performed those songs live. So I think I would probably have to look at the track listing. Yeah. Well, but that was like one of those experiences that was really mind blowing because we were out in Los Angeles making a record and we're, we're very close with, with Elvis Costello. And so we were just checking in on Elvis to see where in the world he was. And he said, oh, no way. I'm also in Los Angeles. Um, 
working on the new basement tapes. And so he he had T-Bone hit us up to come in and, and play some mandolin. And, and then we also sang background vocals on a couple of songs. But it was such a wild experience. I mean, talk about just the condensed talent in the room. It yeah. Was, it was really an amazing experience to like actually just get to watch it go down. That's that's pretty wild. Elvis Costello is now. I'm a huge fan. I've seen him many times in concert. He, but he's known over the years, you know, like he 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 attached himself to Burt Bacharach, and they they had a wonderful um, you know run of albums and things like that. He really seems to support musicians of all different types and and be the kind of person you can sort of bounce ideas off of. So you guys say you're you're, you're close with him. Very. Um, he he is. I think. In the truest sense of the word, he's been a great mentor to us over the years. And we we actually, speaking of jamming, the whole like Americana vibe of getting up on stage and, and jamming with one another, we met him at Merle Fest in North Carolina in like the mid-2000s. And we just became close friends based on that limited interaction. We just had a lot of like musical simpatico. And, and that is one of the greatest gifts that I think he passed along to us is is disregarding the notion that as an artist you you need to to dumb yourself down or to simplify who it is you are like mm-hmm. your identity within your music he he basically told us over the years like hey you guys don't get in don't get into anybody just just be who you are curate the art that you feel passionate about and your fans will come to appreciate your unique voice for for being multifaceted yeah uh, if you're just tuning in, it's Rebecca and Megan Lovell from uh, Larkin Poe going to be playing uh, the MM Barbecue coming up on September 16th. Back in March, you guys were on uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Was that uh, your biggest TV appearance that you've done yet? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. And I'm glad you chose the song uh, Bad Spell because I mean this is a compliment. That is a stanky song. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> stanky, man. And uh, it's just, you, you guys can get into the grit, and uh, it's just, you can feel it. So thank you for bringing the stank. <laughs> oh, man. It was it was really special to be able to be allowed that access, because we certainly are, you know. We're like a little bit left of center, and it is hard to pin down what we do. So to get an opportunity like that and to expose people to the style of music that has absolutely changed our lives. Like, you know, blues rock and roll and roots rock and roll. It's it's so close to our heart and and we just want more people to know about it, want more people to support it. Yeah, you guys do you you do a little bit of a balance. You know, I'd mentioned those genres at the at the beginning and um it, you know, do you see yourself tilting towards one or the other or just kinda mixing it all up like this? I don't know that we that we actually uh, put too much focus on it. Meg, what okay. would you what would you say? <laughs> I would say you just never know with us. It's from record to record it seems like we just kind of allow ourselves to go wherever the songs lead. Um and so who knows what the next record will be. I wanted to uh, to ask you guys because a lot of times I find myself though I'm not a musician on YouTube falling into musician um, you know, uh, YouTube uh, video holes where they're describing an album or they're breaking down something or, uh, and I just find it incredibly fascinating, um, even though I'm not a musician, even though if, if they get technical, it still doesn't matter. I'm enjoying it. Do you guys as musicians who are in it all the time, does that interest you as well? Are you fans of, you know, rock documentaries and things of that nature? Yeah, or breaking things down right, and right. stuff like that? Oh, absolutely. I just recently, I guess it was the other night, I watched the uh, Running With Our Eyes Closed Jason Isbell documentary, because I think that that 
it's so important to to remind ourselves that there are very real people behind us, songs and albums that are that are speaking to us, you know. And, and I think sometimes we can forget, like I can, you know, cue up Fleetwood Mac rumors and sometimes completely disassociate from the fact that those were real people that were going through like a really traumatic emotional experience in the studio making right. rumors. But yet there's so much like kinetic energy within those recordings and you know it's got to be because they were so awash in the human experience with one another. Um, so to, the, the short answer is yes, absolutely. We, nice. we majorly nerd out over that shit. <laughs> <laughs> now, you guys, you talk about putting personal stuff into your music. Uh, you know, I definitely pick up on some of that lyrically. Uh, in Blood Harmony. There's a song, and I forgot what the title of one, where you talk about uh, your your mom had a singing voice. Maybe it was Blood Harmony. In fact, I think that is it. Um, mm-hmm. Is that true? Your, your mom and dad, were they musically inclined? Not music. They were big music lovers. Okay. And our mom has a lovely voice. And some of our earliest memories of music is sitting with her around the piano and her teaching us to sing harmony. Um, because she would she grew up singing harmony with her siblings. And so she passed that that down to us, um, and 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 that's blood harmony. <laughs> uh, man, I wish my family could have sung. Uh, dude, I, so I, we, we were trying to harmonize with yeah. your family. So Nick Murphy, who used to be our video producer here, his um, his wife is from West Virginia, and they go down there a few times a year to you know for for family functions. And he says that he just you know. Like the whole living room is just filled with the guitars and banjos and and people singing and harmonizing and he's showing me videos and I'm like this is like this is my dream yeah. you know like but yeah uh, Rebecca and Megan uh, Casey and Nick do a version of the Safe Light Repair jingle in French <laughs> yeah. oh, I wish I when did harmonize me and should we let them hear that Steve, yeah, see, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry I'm sorry uh, Stephen <clears throat> I got Casey I got kicked out of all right well, sorry to be honest know. we're not we'll we'll give it a shot right, here yeah, we yeah, go all right ready three two one. Merci beaucoup. Merci your face. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that is Thank you so much. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Top that. Amazing. Yeah. Top that. Uh, we're doing Kimmel next week, so. Yeah. Wow. The yeah. dulcet tones. Yeah. The dulcet got, tones. Yeah, they sang in unison, though. Nor yeah. you were harmonizing earlier. Well, right? he's the harmony. I'm just. I'm the, All right. I'm one more time. All right. Here Three, we go. two, one. Merci beaucoup. Wait, wait. No. No. Nope. I'll, I'll take the loading thing out. Three, two, one. Merci beaucoup. You're still doing unison. I know. Ready? All right, let's you know what? We got to do this all. Oh, right. doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. We didn't have time to rehearse. I'm sorry, guys. I think they're, they're busy musicians, and here we are perfecting our art. Well, right. when they're in town in September, you guys can do it live and in person for them. Absolutely. It'd be yeah. our honor. We, we won't put the stress on you to invite us up on stage yeah. to do it. We'll, we'll, just, we'll just make sure that we're there for you. Hey, listen, I want to ask you guys, does, does Jackie Bam Bam have your personal cell phone numbers by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> yes, God. and so Jack. how often does he call you? Because he he calls me all the time, and it's uh, usually he he goes through his little rolodex of people to call as he's driving into work. So uh, I would imagine you guys probably get middle of the night calls. Jackie Bam Bam <laughs> is one of the most precious of all of the uh, rock and roll angels. Yes, and sends the most sweet and supportive texts. I we I actually haven't gotten too many dials like straight up calls, but. We have we have an ongoing text thread, certainly. Will he send you random pictures of his dad holding up forty five records? Because we get those all the time. <laughs> no, but I want to get added to the okay. chat. Well, he he, he's listening. It will happen now. Yeah, so, be yeah. careful what you say. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! So I, I told you guys earlier that uh, when you guys were in studio in September, Jackie and I were driving across the country. Now, before this this cross country road trip, I, I love Jackie, but afterwards. I love him even more now. And so when you talk about him being like this this angel, he really is. And he, and so now 
Uh, I would answer probably 40% of his phone calls, and now I answer 80% of his phone oh, calls. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That's how special he is. Yeah. He may be calling as soon as we get done with this. Uh, I guarantee you. Really <laughs> well, listen, we are crazy excited that you guys are part of the MM Barbecue. Uh, we've become huge, huge fans, and uh, we're stoked for September. And I know you, you, you guys have a lot of work between now and then. Uh, but I know you'll save some in the tank for us uh, when you uh, come for the show. So we're very much looking forward to it. 100%. And you know what? I think it's a perfect opportunity for us to bring the Americana spirit. We're going to get up on stage. We're all going to get up with Billy Idol and sing White Wedding and have nice. a medley with Merci Beaucoup. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. It has to happen. I play drums. If you really yeah, yeah, yeah. need somebody to step uh-huh. in, you let me know. I'll learn songs. Hey, here we go. Yeah, uh, here we go. And uh, Kathy right, on the zither. So yeah, that'll be sure. great. She'll bring her zither <laughs> along with her. Uh, no, thank you guys, Rebecca and Megan. Uh, continued success on the tour. We will see you in September, okay? See you guys in September. All right. All right. We love you. Yeah. Rebecca and Megan Lovell, guys. Lark and Ho on the Preston and Steve show. And yes, the album is Blood Harmony, and it's fantastic. So uh, excited they're going to be here. Tickets are on sale now. You can go to WMMR.com. If you need a link sent to you, just text the word finally to 39333 and uh, you can easily access it. They're such great singers. Yeah. I mean, uh, just Rebecca's voice. I well, was just blown away by in the studio here. And then you listen to the album and there's just some depth there that's just solid, man. They they both can bring it. I, I love to... And, and they're, you know... The loyalty that they have um, mutually um, says something. I mean, you know, that's their their star is rising, and they still make time. Yeah. I want their cell phone number, by the way. Yeah, I'll get it for you. Get from, you. If you can get it from Jackie, stop calling me. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, can I mention something quickly? Yeah, yeah, please. Yeah. I wanted to bring up Zaz ice cream. Had uh, my Claire's uh, birthday was last week, and I got a. Um, uh, I got this thing. They do a, 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 a an ice cream brunch with ice cream tastings and all this stuff, new flavors. Ooh, an ice cream yes. brunch. And we did ice cream brunch at Zaz. It's on oh Germantown Avenue in Philadelphia. And Danielle is the uh, uh, the owner and creator and all these flavors. Kathy, it's amazing, but they're just really nice. So it's I'm, they didn't pay me to say this, but it's just a wonderful time. They offer these things, these brunches and these tastings. And there's ice cream flavors like you can't even imagine that are there. I had Earl Grey, which I love Earl Grey tea, Earl Grey ice cream uh, yesterday. Creamy, wonderful. Uh, and uh, they're, I mean, they're, they're just kicking ass because people have now found it. I was telling you guys uh, off air, I haven't had ice cream in three months. That's yeah. insane. Well, when you break and the chain, go there. Ice cream, is my, ice, cream, ice cream is my every night yeah. treat. Like yeah. end of the day treat every day. Why are you punishing yourself? As I'm, I'm, I'm on a weight loss program, I so know. it's my own, uh, and and part of that was stepping away from the sweet stuff. But it's going to be so sweet when I come back to it. You used to just do a spoonful, right? Not a spoonful, half cup. Oh, okay, oh, I yes. see. All right, well then, then that makes sense. It was a tiny. So bit. go to Zaz and do t- just uh, just do two pints a night, and you'll okay. be set. That's, That's it. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. It'll be I, awesome. But thank thank you to Danielle, and it was a wonderful time, and uh, just wanted to give them. Some love. I ate your share last night, Preston. Thank you. <laughs> Where did you go? Uh, I went to Campus Corner, which is right next to Villanova, and they serve uh, Hershey's brand ice cream, which I'm a big fan mm. of. And I had Moose Tracks. Andrea also had Moose Tracks. Ben went with the, the mint chocolate chip, which is a, uh, you yeah, know. Ben said, Ben said. Why don't you forget the moose <laughs> for a moment? Wait, are you, you crapping on, on mint chocolate no, chip? No, I just mint think. Mint chocolate chip is wonderful. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good. 
Oh. No, I love it. It's I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> moose track. What's in moose tracks? Oh, there's like moose chocolate, fish. Yeah. chocolate ganache, little uh, peanut butter cups, vanilla ice cream. I don't know what ganache is, but I it's like, like a, to it's say like it. It's like ribbons of chocolate. You know how if you, you can get like a peanut butter uh, chocolate ice cream and you get like the, the peanut oh, butter yeah. it comes in like ribbons? The ribbons. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's Rip- what comes out before you complete. Make that um, chocolate, Casey, okay. and that's, that's what you got. Ganache. Right. Ganache. Ganache. Right. Damn fine ice cream. You're going to be my regular Saturday night thing, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's me standing over <laughs> a, a tub got, of ice cream. Yeah. I got the uh, strawberry shortcake McFlurry yesterday. I think we were talking about that. We last were. Week. Yeah. So and it was delicious. So they actually uh, <laughs> over there. They they had infused the ice. So they had it was it was it had strawberry, I believe, in it. But it also had the ice cream itself was infused, sort of, with the taste of pretzel. Mm. There weren't pretzels in it, uh-huh. and you could. T- I mean, it was really well. I you know yeah. When you can pick out the separate flavors, that's uh, that's pretty damn cool. Nice. All right. Um, we have more money to give away. Uh-huh. With the uh, secret, the uh, the thing, you know, yeah, the, <laughs> the, the thing with the guy. That thing. Wasn't it going to be called something else? Almost said secret text. It was going to be called Crumb Bum. Crumb Bum. Right. Yeah. What happened there? Well, because it tied into concert tickets, it made more sense. Yeah. yeah. Rizzo was not known as your big concert goer. That's a shame. I'll see you in the mosh pit. Yeah. A one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> A one, two, three. A one, two, three. Do you know what we need one, to do? two, three. We need to take Dancing in the Dark, remove Courtney Cox, and have him pull Frank Rizzo out of the audience. <laughs> Just me. He agrees with you. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Is there any footage of him dancing somewhere? Uh, you could change it. They could do anything these days now with yeah. AI. But maybe he didn't like Bruce. Maybe he didn't want to talk Doesn't to matter. him. And yeah, just, yeah, yeah. You know. You're going to have a hell of a story on that yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to talk to you. Hey, you're a big girl. The hell happened to you? I want to fight you. This little girl, how old are you? 16? Jesus Christ. I just have to ask you, did anyone else survive? Get away from me. We have a few months before Bruce is at the ballpark. Maybe we could get somebody to dress up like Rizzo. And- oh, my God. Get front front row. Even yeah. if we're just risen in the dark. Be brought up. St- on- risen in the dark. Risen. Yeah. As in, uh, as the, ha, has rose. Come on up for the rising. Yeah. It's not the rising. Come it's on up for the risen. For the risen. <laughs> All right. Uh-huh. Uh, I want to tell a few jokes. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I need you to stop talking okay. and listen to me. All right, Bill. I, I, I hear you. The punchline uh, is porch to geese. We have a... <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> Rizzo tells dad jokes. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Hey. All right. Uh, I have a caller I need to go to. Oh, and really? It is, I believe it's Owen. Uh, Owen, are you there? Yeah. Owen, why are you calling this, buddy? I want a thousand dollars. Owen sounds excited, and I love that. Nice job, Owen. A thousand bucks and two tickets to the MMRBQ, my friend. And are you uh, are you an attendee of the MMRBQ's past? This will be my first time. Oh, I love it, man. Excellent. <laughs> we are going to be happy to see you there. Where are you from, Owen? Ridley, PA. Ridley, PA, Delaware County. <laughs> nice. All right, Owen, congratulations to you, man. $1,000, two tickets to MMRBQ 2023. We will see you September 16th, my Can man. Can I give a my wife, yeah, our anniversary is on and Gorski Day. Oh, it is Kellyanne and Caroline. All right, Kellyanne and Caroline. 
Yes. And so, that, and your anniversary is on Angorski Day. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. All right. Congratulations, there, brother. <laughs> There you go. So we are uh, nary moments away from doing it again. We've got uh, 10 o'clock slotted for our next concert cash keyword. So let's take a break. We'll come back in a second. Uh, Bizarre File, Concert Cash, that stuff's coming up. We'll be back in a moment. Finally. How we doing at the barbecue M.M. Barbecue 2023, starring Shinedown. This is Billy Idol. Saturday, September 16th at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion, including A. Ron Jones, Larkin Poe, Dirty Honey, Finger Eleven, Tiger Cub, and MMR's local shots artist, Vixen77. Plus, the return of the Preston and Steve side stage. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster. Lawn tickets start at just 25 bucks. Text FINALLY to 39333 for a link to all the details. From 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. Hey, we have a little while before we're going to get to the uh, Concert Cash keyword um, so can I mention a couple of shout outs? By all means. I have, uh, I, I effed up. I got way behind. Oh, what'd you do? I, I what'd you had, do? I've had these sit around for a while and I haven't gotten to them and I apologize. I try to get to them. Some of them I've lost, but this was a handwritten note and I was supposed to pass along, uh, this on March 5th. Uh, and they actually sent it to me back in February, but I just stumbled across it. It was the 30th birthday shard out. Uh, it says, you and it says, my husband, Tony, a very long-time listener, got me hooked on MMR a couple of years ago, and it's absolutely the highlight of my day. We're Berks County beef farmers, mm. and the days can get long and tough, but you guys make me laugh out loud, especially when you all do the mock yeah thing. <laughs> uh, now our daughter, Rachel, is a dedicated listener in Williamsburg, PA, which is about five hours west of Philly. Wow. wow. Uh, Rachel's a super mom uh, to our first granddaughter, Addison. Uh, she also has suffered for years of migraines since high school, but she pushes her way through uh, the day delivering for FedEx, and I know she would be absolutely thrilled to hear her 30th birthday shart out from you all. Our family wants to thank each of you uh, on the President's Day Morning Show for making our day freaking awesome. That is from Judy Stafford, Rachel's mom. So here's a shart out. And thank you, you beef farmers, you. I hope they hear about that. It's very nice. Yeah. They got their, got their shard out. Sometimes, you know, it's a little delayed. You can't, you, as you said, you can't get it right on the day. Nah, I It's it. accidental when you do. Here's one uh, from April 2nd. 2nd. It says, uh, hey, I was in the studio with my lovely wife, Colleen, uh, to get my Eagles tattoo. This is from uh, Steve Ardinger, by the way. Her birthday's April 2nd. I would love to get a juicy, uh, juicy shard out to for her birthday. She always loves my flatulence at home. <laughs> it's great. So I said, why not extend it to her listening pleasure? And she has become an avid fan of the web and, thank, uh, and through the podcast, I'm pretty sure she will get to enjoy it even if she doesn't catch it live. Thank you for all doing what you do. Love you guys. I love Colleen even more. Happy birthday, baby. So here's a shark. Wow. Wow. That was, that was nice. beefy. Yeah. I think the word beef uh, made its way in from the story. It inspired us. Yes. Uh, this one was supposed to be on the 9th. 
Uh, and this was sent to Nick. It says, hey, Nick, this is Ryan, human snowball. Oh, yeah, Ryan Malger. Uh, and seeing if there's any way my daughter Ava could get a shard out. Last Friday, she was the winner of the first ever Junior Lego Masters in Legoland, New York. Wow. Judged by the season three winners. Tomorrow, she'll be doing a live interview uh, with Mike and Alex uh, on Fox. So so this is a while back, obviously. Uh, be cool to get a laugh from today on the way there. Okay, well, that's not going to happen. I hope they're still listening. Uh, <laughs> I hope everybody's okay. Yeah. Uh, so anyhow, she did it. Rage on. Uh, so Ryan Ava and the uh, Malger family from Limerick. So here's a shout out. And I'm sorry 21 about, days late. Sorry about the tardiness of that. And here's one from 420. Oh, not bad. Uh, Hey there, y'all. Like to request big fat juice shout out Thursday at 420 to celebrate my son Stephen Moore for his birthday. This awesome dude's great son, husband and dad, and he and his co-workers at Fast Signs in Montgomeryville have listened to y'all every day for years. Happy birthday, Stephen. Love, yo mama. All you people want is more, 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 more. And she says, thanks, Punches Preston from Virginia Munden. So here's the shout out. And I apologize for being late with That's that. That's not too bad, though. It's just a couple of days. Yeah, I got a couple of them left, but these aren't for, these are for future dates. All right. All right, All right so we'll get to those. In the future. When I can. The future. <laughs> All right. In the future. <laughs> Let's do the bizarre file. Here we go. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. And the Bizarre File this morning is brought to you by PGW. Improve the comfort of your home and lower energy bills with a PGW Energy Sense rebate. Up to $1,400 in savings with new home heating equipment. You can learn more at PGEnergySense.com. Uh, security cameras captured the moment a moose casually walked into an Alaskan movie theater and helped itself to some popcorn. Why was don't a... you forget the moose? Of course. For a moment. It was adorable. Yeah. And uh, you should see him walk in and say, ooh, don't mind if I do. <laughs> uh, popcorn. <laughs> don't mind if I do. Uh, footage. What's showing in here? Uh, from Kenai Cinemas shows employees in shock as the moose walks into the theater's foyer. Uh, the snack counter worker watches in awe as the moose eats the popcorn and then leaves the cinema with its nose stuck in a McDonald's Happy Meal box, by the way. Uh, Nick Fowler, a wildlife biologist, said, I do not know if a Happy Meal is good for a moose or not. <laughs> However, I can confidently say that it's not in its natural diet. Uh, the moose mishap comes just weeks after another moose had to be guided out of a lobby in an Anchorage medical building, and I reported on that one in the Bizarre Files as well. This the past, ever since we've started playing the moose clip. And the tons of the moose stories. moose yeah. stories have been surfacing. Am I not wrong about that? No, you're not. No, Don't you're tell right. me there's not a connection. Yeah, there's something uh, going I, on. I, I know that the, the moose population is very active on radio. Yeah, must be. Yeah. A Florida sheriff who has taken a hard line against anti-Semitic extremism in his county announced Thursday that authorities have arrested a third person for making online threats against him. And just like the first two men arrested, this one also is living with his mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian Zapata, who is 23, allegedly posted the message, I will kill Chitwood, mark my words. Another uh, Chitwood. Yeah, he wrote that on uh, 4chan on April 7th, uh, referring to Volusia County Sheriff Mike Chitwood, it's also named Mike Chitwood. He was his son, right? Yeah, yeah they're related, yeah. yep. Yeah. 
Uh, investigators traced the post to a home where Zapata had been living with his sister, her husband, and their child at the time of the threat. Zapata's, Zapata's sister uh, told police detectives her brother was always on his computer, often participating in extremist chat rooms and talking to unknown people about conspiracy theories and white supremacist ideology. When police went to question Zapata, uh, he had moved with his sister and her family to their mother's home. He allegedly confessed to making the post, identified himself as a nationalist, and cited his First Amendment as a defense. Zapata was arrested on a felony warrant for making a written threat to kill and now faces extradition Florida, where Chitwood likes to meet accused extremists at the airport. That's what he likes to do when they bring him in. I love it. Uh, before Zabata's arrest, uh, police posted two other men, Richard Golden of New Jersey and Tyler Meyer of San Diego, on charges of making threats on 4chan. Chitwood became a target of anti-Semites and white supremacists after he began speaking out forcefully against an extremist group called the Goyam Defense League that had been making racist and anti-Jewish spectacles in Volusia County. So he's not putting up with it. A Southwest Airlines flight from Atlanta to Houston was delayed for an hour on Saturday because passengers said somebody wouldn't clean up the mess they made on the plane. It's happening more and more. Passengers said... stories in this. Flight attendants refused to allow the pilot to take off until someone cleaned up rice that was spilled in the aisle. A passenger, Jennifer Shaper, said it was the end of a long day, and apparently they had had a complete change. I'm sure they were tired. Uh, there had been a delay, and we were tired. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we don't want to clean up your stinking rice. Shaper, uh, clean it up or go to hell. Uh, Shaper said that uh, she and her fellow passengers couldn't wait to get off the ground Saturday night. She was headed back uh, to Houston from her trip in, uh, to Atlanta. And it wasn't until all the passengers had taken their seats that she saw the rice in the middle of the aisle. She said, I didn't see it happen, but apparently one of the last passengers to board spilled a large amount. Rice! Like it was a lot. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was. It was a big pile of Big it. pile of rice? Uh, a large oh, amount. Oh, I see it. Yeah, that's of, a big pile of rice. Yeah, of what looked like some sort of Asian fried rice. And the flight attendant was really, really mad about it. Mad enough to keep everyone grounded. She went up and down the aisle asking each passenger one by one loudly who spilled the rice. You look like someone who eats rice. Shaper said, my seatmates and I sort of got the giggles because it was so surreal. It was just hilarious. So she looked at us really suspiciously and asked us again if we were if we spilled the rice. And we said, no, ma'am, we did not. So tell me, food giant, did you drop your rice? The situation continued to get tenser and definitely more awkward, gauging from the expressions on the passengers' faces. Said another flight attendant came, put a paper towel on it, and said again, leaving this gate until someone cleans up this rice. But still, no one would confess. So somebody sit. Somebody knew it. Somebody saw it. it. The flight attendant gets on the loudspeaker, and she says again that we're not leaving until the rice is clean. So she cleans up the rice. The entire time, she's telling all the passengers how nobody was raised right and how disappointed she is in all of us. About an hour after the rice was first discovered... I expected better from you. And after a sharp scolding from the crew, the plane finally took off. Shaper uh, said whoever made the mess should have just taken responsibility... Said, I'm sure that after they didn't want to admit it, but yeah, they should have cleaned it up. And a spokesperson from Southwest Airlines said that they weren't familiar with the incident, but that their flight attendants do a tremendous job ensuring the comfort and safety of their customers. So we talked to a flight attendant who said, if you just make an effort, so just say, can I get, can I help you? Can I get a bag? Can I eat it off the floor? Something. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Connecticut officials are investigating after a black bear bit a woman who was walking her dog Friday morning. Uh, The unidentified woman said she returned home after she was bit and called for help. Uh, She declined medical attention on the scene and went to a hospital for treatment. The woman suffered superficial injuries and minor puncture wounds. 
Uh, the bear was it's a love bite, baby. Yeah, the bear was humanely uh, euthanized at the scene, mm-hmm. as is protocol in situations when a black bear attacks a woman. Get horny and you get taken out. In an annual State of the Bears report. Uh, interactions between humans and bears are rising. The trend is continuing this year. You go into the State of the Bears report? And employees, yeah, uh, responded to multiple reports of bear home entries earlier this week. Another bear in Salisbury, Connecticut, was euthanized after entering multiple homes. Uh, In a list of frequently asked questions about how to stay safe around bears, State of Connecticut emphasizes that bears are not a majority threat to humans or a major threat to humans. Mm -hmm. Uh, people walking with dogs should keep them on a short lease and not let them roam free. Thanks uh, for inviting a bear to your uh, meeting today. I, I want to tell you the thing you really need to worry about. The moose. Uh, <laughs> That's out of control. They're going into theaters and everywhere, and it's time you realize this. Thank you. Why don't you forget the moose for a moment? Listen thank- to that, man. Thank you for joining us for the annual State of the Bears <laughs> report. All right, and then one final story, uh, and this is a follow-up. Um, dozens of bodies have been exhumed in Kenya as part of an investigation into a suspected religious cult. The uh. remains are thought to be uh, the followers of a Christian cult who believe that they will go to heaven if they starve themselves to death. Remember so this? this? Yeah, yeah this it's horrifying. Yeah. So they have found dozens. In fact, they have reached, uh, as of now, 47 people uh, that were apparently buried. Police began exhuming the bodies on Friday, April 21st, near the coastal town of Malindi. They're called the Nutricites. In the southeast of the uh, country. So I thought that was a pretty bizarre. It's horrifying. A little uh, added story to one that we had a little while back. All right. And there you go. That's all I have in the bizarre file. And look at the time. It's 10 o'clock. MMR's Concert Cash. Now, here's your Concert Cash keyword. All right. The word is miss. And that is spelled M-I-S-S. You have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter that, and you can do it on the contest page at WMMR.com. You can do it via the MMR app, or you can text it to the special contest short code number we have set up, which is 45911. One random entry wins $1,000 in our company-wide contest, and all MMR winners get two tickets to the MMRBQ Saturday, September 16th. Tickets are on sale now. Winners will get a call from our company, Beasley, so make sure that you answer your phone. Contest rules at WMMR.com for MMRBQ details. You can text the word FINALLY to 39333 for a link to the info. Uh, This is sponsored by Meineke, by the way, and the word again is MISS, M-I-S-S. So enter that now. We'll take a break. We'll come back in a second. Lesson question. Trash. Music news. They're on the way. What's going on in the world of rock? You'll find it at WMMR.com, your one-stop outlet for all the rock news you need to know. WMMR.com, where FOMO goes to die. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, We're going to give away a lesson question prize. We have a pair of tickets for the 2023 uh, Ardmore Outdoor Spring Beer Festival, which is coming up on May 13th at uh, Shuffle Plaza. And the question, man, there's so many ones I can choose from today. (sighs) Man. I think I'm going to go with this. I was thinking about the Merci Beaucoup, Merci Your Face. 
But that's too easy. How about this? Who was the technical advisor on the TV show Bonanza? (laughs) (laughs) All right, if you heard that, around 745 this morning, uh, we need to know the answer to that. 215-263-WMMR. Who was the technical advisor on the TV show Bonanza? If you know the answer, we expect you to call right now and claim that prize. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by A.D. Moyer Lumber, trusted expert since 1939. A.D. Moyer Lumber is your professional source for decks, windows, doors, kitchens, millwork, and more. Visit them on the web at admoyer.com. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Grey's Anatomy star Kelly McCreary saying it was a bittersweet decision to leave the show this season. McCreary admits she's excited to explore other roles, but says what she will miss is the convenience of always being able to piss in a bedpan. (laughs) Olympic gymnast Simone Biles announcing on social media that she and Houston Texans player Jonathan Owens got married on Saturday. Owen said he fell in love with Biles the very first time she performed a double salto backward tucked discount, dismount off of his penis. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> and finally, Bad Bunny has apologized for a tweet disparaging Harry Styles, which was displayed behind him during his set at Coachella. The Puerto Rican superstar sent an apology assuring Styles that regardless of what he has heard, he's actually a good bunny. Oh. No. <laughs> That's right. All right, let's see. Someone out in Radio Land knows the answer to this question. Who is the technical advisor on the TV show Bonanza? 215-263-WMMR. We go to Tom, see if we can get it right. Hey, Tom, morning. How you doing? Good, buddy. All right, so who indeed was the technical advisor on the show Bonanza? It was Hoss. Hoss! He was the gadget guy. That is correct, Tom. Hang on. We're going to give you a pair of tickets to the 2023 Ardmore Outdoor Spring Beer Festival, Saturday, May 13th, at Shuffle Plaza. And you can enjoy live music and 50-plus craft brews, 21 to drink, all ages to hang, and tickets are on sale now. Uh, VIP packages are available, and they include an hour pre-fest indoors at Ardmore Music Hall, hosted by Pierre Robert, and ticket giveaways... For the Hooters sold out shows that weekend, you can text the Beer Fest to 39333 for a link to all of the information. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. I got a couple things for you. Yeah, a couple. Dave, yeah, go- a couple. <laughs> have not heard that in a while. Yeah, a couple. Yeah. There are times when that. Tickles my funny bone. Couple. Sorry, Dave. No, it's just disgusting. (laughs) I'm I'm disgusted by myself. I will I will uh, come to your defense here and say I am impressed by that. Uh, Yeah, that is the sound a dolphin would be very envious of. Okay. The second. The second one. That second one. Dear Lord. What's going on? Couple. There there are there are dolphins beaching themselves right now. I guarantee you. And that's impressive to you. I think it is. They're they're drawn. They're drawn to it. They know one of their own is hurt. Do people eat dolphin? Yes, all the time. Okay. And there's a great dolphin place that just opened up on City Lights. <laughs> it's called Blowholes. We need to have a segment of Casey asking, do oh. people eat this? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you ask do- that question a lot. Yes, you do. Yeah. You ask about People will eat certain things quite a bit. There is a there, there's a dolphin. Um, Fish. Like a mahi-mahi. Right. Yeah. That people eat. Right. But not the bottlenosed yeah. classic mammal that you think of. The mahi-mahi the is people also known as a dolphin. Who do eat actual dolphins do love gorilla kebabs. <laughs> 
They're delicious. Oh, there's that dolphin slaughter in uh, Japan. Yeah. And that's because Japanese people would eat the meat in part. Okay. Uh, it's a delicacy. Yeah, nice. There's a, there's a uh, uh, gruesome but amazing documentary about it. I think it's yeah. called Red Red Tide or something like that. Yeah, it's foul. Japan oh. and Peru are two of the countries. This is music news. <laughs> Did you know there's a lot of people, a lot of Japanese people that live in Peru? No. It's, yeah, it's a their last prime minister was uh, of Japanese descent. Isn't oh. that wild? Yeah. Okay. All right. That's all the facts yeah. I have. Okay. Yeah, a couple. Uh, Dave Grohl was the special guest during Wet Legs Friday Coachella set. While performing Your Mom, uh, Mr. Uh, Grohl had uh, snuck onto the stage and joined the band for their longest and loudest scream. Uh, Ryan Teasdale told the crowd, okay, Coachella weekend, or Coachella weekend two, uh, we've all been practicing our longest and loudest scream. Are you ready? Here we go. And Teasdale launched a countdown to scream. And then suddenly Dave Grohl appeared at the mic to help them with the shout. Ah! So I guess that's what he did. So Dave was a part of it. I have no desire to go to Coachella. Oh, no. Uh, it's it's two, and, and two weekends jammed. It's However, I would like to go to Burning Man. That seems I interesting. I would like to be yeah. a part of that. All right, when is that? I don't know. We'll go with um, Michael Giacchino. He does it oh, right. Yeah. yeah, he does it right, too. The, uh, yep. the Van There people, they go as well. Yep. Uh, the White Stripes has released their video for Black Math to celebrate the 20th anniversary of their fourth studio album, Elephant. Uh, the video was directed by cartoonist and animator Wartella and produced by his Dream Factory Animation. Wartella spoke on the clip saying, uh, this short is equal parts collaboration with an homage to AI. Alan Iverson. Yeah. Uh-huh. And there couldn't be a more perfect song to infuse with this technology than Black Math. Like all art, the video is open to interpretation. Yet it also aims to tell the story about artificial intelligence that dreams of jailbreaking itself and becoming real. Mm. Mm, I don't like that. No. Uh-huh. Sammy Hagar took time out to slam fellow Van Halen frontman David Lee Roth. Uh, there was a, an interview that Sammy was doing with Steve-O on Steve-O's Wild Ride. Uh, and he was speaking of Diamond Dave. He said he is not a fun guy. He doesn't play well with others. I'm not sure what his problem is. I mean, he's just always about, how can I make this guy look bad? And it not just me in life. He's a chest-beating mother effer, and God bless him, because the early stuff is freaking great, he said. I thought he'd be a fun guy to know, but he ain't like that. He ain't like his persona. When you get around him, he's not that guy. He's some other cat, which seems to be probably about right. par for the course. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of Van Halen, uh, the legendary red and white Kramer guitar played by Edward in the classic 1984 Hot for Teacher video was sold at auction for $3,932,000. Wow. It's amazing. I don't know if that's the original Frankenstein or not. It, could it, it be? It I looks know. like it. The original Frankenstein, you figure it might go for more. Yeah. According to the report, yeah, I think you're right. One of our bobbleheads went for $3 million, Preston. Uh, the winning bidder, I didn't see a penny of that. Uh, the winning bidder also took home the guitar's original case with tour mm. and Warner Brothers tags and straight jacket and white gloves worn by Eddie in the video. And then finally, one last story. Uh, coming out June 2nd is Roger Waters' latest solo set called The Lockdown Sessions. Uh, the album was recorded during the COVID lockdown 2021 and 20, 2020 and 2021. 
and originally issued back in summer was a digital-only download. The lockdown sessions include remakes of songs such as Vera from The Wall, along with Two Sons in the Sunset and The Gunner's Dream from Waters' final album with Floyd in 1983's The Final Cut. And the rest of the tracks are sitcom songs. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I think Benson is on there. Yeah. And a few other popular ones. take the good, you take the bad, and then you have the facts of life. Also included is Comfortably Numb 2022, which Waters and his band recorded Show me the smile again. live in concert during his uh, recent... <laughs> This is not a drill tour. See you, Andrew. I mean, there's no words. This is an instrument. <laughs> oh, you would sing along yeah. to it. Yeah. Benson. Right. Benson, Benson, Benson. Was that his first name or last name? Uh, you know, that's a good I question. I think it be his last name. Yeah. Because usually a butler right. is referred to by their last name, and that's what he was in, in the mm. show Soap. Now, Alver, Alfred was up. referred to as Alfred, right? No, that's true. Yeah. Benson Dubois. Dubois. Oh, it's Ooh. his first name. Ooh la la. Okay. Safe light repair. I was thinking of, like, um, in Trading Places. Uh, oh, right. Coleman. Oh, right. Yes. I assume that was his last name. Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, and then the driver in, yeah. Ar- uh, uh, in uh, Arthur was Bitterman. Can't find and a Bitterman. What was the what was the butler's name in that movie? In Arthur? Yeah. I don't know. Hobson. Thank you. Hobson. Thank yes. you. All right, there you go. That's so, what we have for your day report. <laughs> Cover the dolphins. Let's talk about your favorite butler. <laughs> oh, Mr. Belvedere. Who is your Mr. favorite Belvedere? butler? Yeah. Well, it's gonna have to be Alfred, Alfred for right? me for Christ's sake. Oh, oh. Batman. Yeah. But man. But man. But man. <laughs> Which your okay, then who's your favorite? Alfred. Um, hmm. Michael Caine. Michael Caine's damn good. Um, did you like Andy Serkis in the last? I one? did. Yeah, Andy Serkis was a, was a more robust. Um, you know, he's the type of uh, Alfred that taught Bat uh, taught uh, Bruce Wayne to fight, and uh, you know that, that there's there's storylines that have that. So, mm-hmm. in addition to the other stuff, interesting. Jeremy mm. Irons was in the the. Ben Affleck version. Yes, and he was excellent. He was I thought great. he was terrific because he he gave he sassed yeah him back. Always wanting him to find a woman, right? Uh, right. Find yeah. somebody to settle down with, yeah. and that was always a point of contention for him. Didn't they make Steve a, a series about? Tell me, do people eat dolphins? <laughs> <laughs> about uh, Penny Alfred? something. Every time Penny asks if somebody eat, can somebody eat that, you should do Batman. Tell me, that. do people eat dolphins? They will. Any worth. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that show was actually pretty good for the first. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me for a second. I have to ask some questions. <laughs> Tell me, do people eat polyester? Polyester. <laughs> about penguin. There's a. Yeah, you asked about that. There was, and there was a penguin in uh, the Batman universe. It sure was. Just keep that in mind. And do the right thing. And I think you did ask one time, do people eat penguins? I did. Mm-hmm. And they don't. <laughs> well, you can't say that definitively. Well, I'm, I'm sure it, like, at and, some and, point. I, I'm sure somebody tried yeah. penguin at some point. Absolutely. I think the conclusion is that people don't eat penguin. Like, Nanook, what do you think of this? I'm not a fan. <laughs> However, there might not be many people in, uh, you know, Antarctica, but there are penguins in Africa as well. And Madagascar, yeah. And Madagascar, well, That right. is Africa, technically, right? Yep. Yes, it's off the coast of Africa, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same continental shelf. <laughs> ah, yes. 
That's the upper shelf with yeah. the Nutella on it. Yeah. You mean getting that off the continental shelf for me? <laughs> <laughs> Much taller than I. You're tall. Yeah. You grab that off the continental shelf? <laughs> we're done with this, right? Uh, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah I was saying, all right, so that means we're going to take a break. Do I do like the continental shelf. I do, too. <laughs> and we're going to come back in a moment, and we will wrap up the program. So stay with us. We'll return shortly. 33 WMMR presents Concert Cash. Your shot to win $1,000 cash five times a day. Plus, tickets to MMRBQ this September. Weekdays at 8 a.m., 10 and noon. Then 3 and 5 p.m. Listen for the Concert Cash ticket window. Get the keyword. Enter it at WMMR.com or on the MMR app. You can also text it to 45911. Each winner from MMR gets a grand in cash. And two tickets to MMRBQ in September. See official rules at WMMR.com. It's Concert Cash. Sponsored by Meineke. Tires, brakes, batteries, and more. Doing car care right. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. We are at the end of today's program. And uh, we are happy that you stuck around for today. Hung out with us. It's a, it a good Monday back. Mondays yes. can be hit or miss. I think today was a hit as far as... Uh, it felt it right. It felt good. Yeah, know? we said yeah. lots of stupid things that weren't actually connected to the conversation. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. how you know you're doing it. I think that's a good You're doing sign. it right. Yeah, so very enjoyable day uh, We give away money uh, from uh, MMR's concert cash and concert tickets to the MMRBQ, of course. Yes, Always excellent. Nice to do that. More opportunities are coming up as uh, Pierre, who I believe is back today... I believe so. ...is going to kick that off. Here he comes. Noon and then uh, three and five, so plenty of chances, which is cool. And I would like to thank Larkin Poe. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, both Rebecca and Megan were on the show. They will be playing the MMRBQ on September 16th, and it was a joy to have them on. Uh, their new album is called Blood Harmony. It's fantastic. They're amazing musicians, uh, and um, they love coming to Philadelphia. They do. So we're looking forward to having them at the MMRBQ. I think it's going to be a shining moment at that particular show, which is cool. So, uh, Pierre is indeed here, kind of Good wandering day, around a little bit. Hey, man. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. How are you? Wonderful, you. Fine, thank you. Enjoy some time off? Uh, well, I was at home working. Oh, yeah. Well, it was time off, though. It was time off. Well, I mean, off. You were wor- if you were working, were you working on you? Yeah, I mean, I it was... Was it the organization week? Yeah. All right, I remember that. Well, for uh, taxes, right? You got well, to go started that? with taxes, but then box after box of crap and garbage and stuff from eighth grade and then stuff from yesterday all in the same <laughs> box. And You attended you know, the, the John's, uh, the uh, induction ceremony down in the... I did yes, do that, yes. For, for John DeBella. That DeBella was really cool. All of our friends. Yeah, that yeah. was very cool. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, it was uh, it's these beautiful days, and I'm stuck in with boxes of paper and boxes, <laughs> and so many boxes, and I finished one, and then I, a couple of friends came over and helped, and they go, here's another one. No, no, not another one. Yeah. It's mind-deadening work. Yeah. Um, Do you feel better on this side of it, though, right? No, you know? No, no, because <laughs> there's enough. still more. I was going to say, there's more to do, yeah, right? there's more. You never, I mean, you never get caught up, and then even if you do... The trick is to stay caught up. Yeah. Um, and then you see people who in li- who it comes easily to in life. A friend of mine said, just look at it as your disability. 
Mm-hmm. Um, there you go. And um, that way you don't beat yourself up over it. And and I am disabled in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I caught a cold during the whole process, too. I don't have COVID tested, but I do have a little cold. Okay. So um, it was a fairly miserable week. I'm <laughs> sorry to hear that, man. Yeah, I see you're coughing and everything. No, no, I, I, had I had a miserable a... week off a while back, too, so I know what that's like. Yeah. 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 But I got to hear Jackie... Um, do a block of tool and say the word schism. Um, <laughs> schism. For, for one of their songs, which is actually pronounced schism. Yeah. Um, but he insists on, the, even after I've told him to his face, the word is schism. He goes, okay, schism. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Don't be vinaigrette. Someday yeah. I'm going to have a long talk with that boy. He needs it. All right, we need to get our first letter of the week. You ready, man? Yes. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. The Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter... B as in beautiful. Beautiful. All right, and we have a four-pack of three-day weekend tickets and meet and greet with Papa Roach for the Bamboozle Festival, which will be May 5th through the 7th at Baderfield in Atlantic City. Limp Biscuit, Papa Roach, Motionless and White, and 60 more bands. Uh, for tickets and information, you can go to bamboozlefestival.com and get it. Uh, what's going on today, man? Well, we will have workforce blocks of Tom Petty, uh, Van Halen, and an Earth Songs block in honor of Earth Day. Wonderful. Yes. Excellent. All right, well, thank you, Pierre. And I want to thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by Duncan. Preston's teacher runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Shock IT. Protect your business. IT infrastructure now with shockit.com. Yeah! All right, and on tomorrow's program, Tuesday, Tat Tuesday, we'll have your chance to win. And uh, comedian Greg Warren. Oh, great Always a great conversation. So we will talk to him. And, of course, the concert keyword. Oh, speaking of that, hang on. I want to go to uh, phone line. Hi, Danny. Are you there? I'm here. Is it Danny? Is that how you pronounce your name? Yes. Danny, why are you calling at the very end of the show here? I just won $1,000. How about that? Another one. Another $1,000 winner. And Danny, tickets to MMRBQ (laughs) September 16th as well for you. Oh, I appreciate it so much. And I just, since Pierre is there... I was his biggest Bon Jovi fan contest winner back in the day. Oh, ah, cool. excellent. And what, what did you win that time? Do you remember? It was uh, two tickets to the concert, and I got to stand on stage. Oh, I remember while, that. Yes, and Chris Daughtry was there. It was an amazing concert, amazing time. I've been listening to you guys since I was a freshman in high school. Uh, well, that's awesome. And you have certainly earned these yeah. prizes. Yeah. That's what we want, longtime listeners to win this stuff. All right, Danny, congratulations, 1000 bucks, and barbecue tickets. We will see you there. MMR Rock. Oh, you're the best. Thank you. And that's how you do it. Pierre's got your next shot coming up at noon. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. Oh, and it's brought to you by Meineke. Is that what you wanted me to mention? No. Oh, you had it set in front of me. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. Uh Bye-bye. See you. Hey, everybody. It's good to have you on the... What if you could make fresh, delicious meals at home without the stress of planning, prepping, or cleaning up? Introducing Tavala. Tavala is a first-of-its-kind meal service that makes eating well effortless. By combining a countertop smart oven with delivered meals, just scan a QR code to cook dinner. 
First, choose from a variety of chef-crafted meals delivered weekly to your door. When you're ready to eat, just do one minute of easy prep. Next, scan your meal's QR code with the Tavala Smart Oven, while the oven automatically switches between modes and temperatures for the perfect cook. Just sit back and relax. Your food's ready in 25 minutes or less. No shopping, no chopping, no cleanup. Simplify mealtime today with Tavala. Go to Tavala.com now to save $150 on a Tavala Smart Oven when you agree to order meals six times. That's T-O-V-A-L-A.com. Promo applied automatically at checkout. Tavala. Eat well effortlessly. Tavala.com.